Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk she. Recorded live. Yeah, what up, what up? Peace, power, love, and respect. Pandemonium Radio. We in week. And we about to do it up, about to do the show once again. I got my man, Aliyah, D. Saxy. She'll be in a little bit late today. Soon, I'm going to see my girl, P. Nicole, see where she's at. We're letting people just build up in the room. There's P. Nicole. I'm going to unmute her. P. Nicole, can you hear me? Not yet. All right, well, we're going to have... Uh, Hey, I'm here. Uh, there she go. All right, I hear a little echo. Is your computer on? It is. Got to mute that computer, boo-boo. All right, we're going to get into the show tonight. We're just letting the room pile up. Pandemonium Radio. Every Tuesday, 9 p.m., you call the number 724-444-7444. You dial our caller ID, which is important, 140-203-POUND. That gets you here. If you sign up with TalkShoe Radio, you'll be able to uh, get your own pin, so I'll be able to see your name. I see a little bit more people have followed my request and signed up so I could deal with them by name. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? Still see there's a lot of people just calling in, which is all good. We're going to work it that way, too. But if you get a username with TalkShoe Radio, I'm able to call you by name, find you by name, and deal with you by name. Otherwise, we just guessing, you know, New York and so on and such. So, uh, one second. I'm going to get my man, Aliyah, to uh, probably call on my phone. If your phone is still effing up. Now it's working. How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds good. You All right, we're good. You in the building, player. All right, so we don't need to. All right, today's show, before we get into the show, we're going to get some business out the way. Today's show is going to be about creating magical entities. So we're going to really get into some deep, detailed, advanced spirituality. And that's what this stuff is, detailed, advanced spirituality. Hold on one second, because me and Elijah are in the same room, so this is what I'm going to do, brother. You're going to let you work the mute and unmute for you. I'm going to keep you muted until you until you kick it on in, and then you can unmute here and, and do it will sound better. Like I said, we still, this is only the third show. We're still working out the glitches. Today we're going to talk about Creating the magical entities. Those in the chat room, let me hear a shout out if y'all can hear me. This old pandemonium family. Go on and hit that chat room. The room is getting packed. We already sick with it. All right. 
We're going to talk about creating magical entities today. Before we do that, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is let everybody know about this upcoming lecture in Dallas that I got to going on. That's a nicer pizza. All right, what I'm going to do is find the flower. It's actually going to be in Dallas, Fort Worth area. And it's going to be a webinar. Uh, stay tuned. I'll probably get you the email of the person who's throwing the lecture, a sister by the name of, I think it's Francesca. Oh, no, it's just Francis Webb. Let me make sure. Let me get this right. Francis Webb is the sister that's throwing it in the Dallas-Fort Worth. And she authorized me to give you her email because there will be a webinar. And um, so those of you who cannot make it live to the lecture, you'll be able to tap into that webinar for a moderate price. And um, she's going to uh, – you'll be able to see the show even if you can't make it in person – those of you who was thinking about making a special trip, go on, still make that trip. I want to see you in the building. Faces I haven't met uh, personally, but it would be nice to see. If you're in the Fort Worth, Dallas-Fort Worth area, show enough. The location is going to be 3014 Commerce Street. Let me mute my fucking phone. See, this is already an issue. It's going to be... 3014 Commerce Street. That's Dallas, Texas. The zip is 75226. Uh, you can buy tickets in advance. Uh, I'm going to be, it's going to be me and Khadijah speaking July 23rd. July 23rd. Brother Panic, a cult teacher, drops healing science of the black woman and man relationships. So we're going to be talking about soulmates, masculine, feminine energy, and the, universe, uh, the unification of the divine black ultimate primordial pair woman. So you want to meet? You don't want to be? You want to be there, not be square. It's going to be 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. 3014 Commerce Street, C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E Street in Dallas, Texas, 75226. Now, let me find her email for you fellas and ladies. And um, so uh, you can email her about webinar information. Her email is E-L-O-R-I-A. W-E-B-B at MSN.com. That's E-L-O-R-I-A-W-E-B-B at MSN.com. Email her for more information about the event, directions, or any questions you may have. She is in the future. She's in the middle of setting up a webinar now for this event. So when she has all the details of how you could pay and join this webinar to view the show from your computer, she'll know, she'll let you know. Email her and just put yourself on the list to get that response or anything about the event if you're there. That's people in Dallas, and this is July 23rd, so get your shit together. All right, so once again, we're in the show, Nicole.
Nicole's in the building, and what she did was she all week, like she's supposed to do, along with D. Saxe, is take information, questions, and show ideas. So all show ideas send to P. Nicole and D. Saxe. When they come on later, they're going to give you their information once again and let you know what they do. So once they do that, if you have any show ideas, things you want to talk about, want me to talk about, those are the ones to talk to. So you can email them. What I'm looking for right now and found is a book of what we're going to deal with tonight. What I'm going to do is give you way more information than you can find in a book. But first, I'm going to let you know what book you can deal with so you'll have a basis for the information we're going to talk about tonight if you're not comfortable with doing a doing what I tell you to do on your own in terms of creating magical entities. So the book is called A Complete Guide to Entity Creation. Creating Magical Entities is by David Michael Cunningham, and it says with contributions by Taylor Elwood and Amanda R. Wagner. Creating Magical Entities. When I talk about this book, usually... Or when it comes up in class, people usually say they have it already. So it seems to be a popular book, but no one knows how to do it. So we're going to talk in detail about concepts. First, and it's one of them books where he gives you a disclaimer, which either he's a scared ass or he's trying to scare people from really tapping into shit. Just by saying disclaimer, it makes you think you're tapping into something that may be beyond you. And in the table of contents, he has, one, definition of an entity, entity uses, attuning your energy, important precautions. See, that's that, that's that white fear thing, precaution, you know, that's to, keep, that's to make you think it's bigger and scarier than it is. And for the ignorant, it should be big and scary. For those regular dudes who's on this shit, you should have nothing to fear. Planning your entity, choosing a name, your entity's appearance, uh, housing your entity, feeding time, magical abilities, lifespan, programming your intent, and whatever it is, I have that. It must, I must have found something interesting when I read this book. In that chapter, programming your intent, because I have it highlighted. Giving life to your entity, contacting your entity, uh, preparation guide, entity uh, adaptations, and so on and so forth. So that's how he lays out the book. What I did like about this book when I read it, how he was detailed in an intellectual uh, dialogue about entities, different types of entities, and how to basically work the roster of types of entities uh, that we create. So I was like, I liked his detail on that, but of course, we as advanced dark folk, 
melanated folk, we can color off the page and out the lines. What they're doing first and foremost is trying to take out science, and when they intellectualize it, they're actually trying to frame it into something digestible for them and people like them. So what we do is we see it and we try to do the same digestible thing and wonder why it's not working. It doesn't work because they take our science and try to custom framework it for their mind. Their mind does not work with our mind. So when we read the book and we try to stay on script, what we're actually doing is actually framing our thought process to something much less unlike you. So the key is to take what's on this page and re and free it again. You get what I'm saying? With your natural nigger thoughtism is the real science. So you got to nigger rig all of these books you read. You have to take it, understand the intellect, then put the niggery back into it. You know what I'm saying? Niggery is a, a, is a splendid thing. Of this, I promise you. So the thing you must do, the thing you need to do, is take it and be able to add your own thought process to it. What, where it fails at, and where I see most black people fails uh, at, is the lack of trust in their own thought or intuition. That's where we fail. So we always start questioning, am I doing it right? No such thing. You make it right. You make it right with your own mind. And, um, and I had to drop this gem on a guy that I had in a consultation to get today. I explained to him what they meant. I asked him first, like half of you guys have may have heard, there's an occult saying called fake it till you make it. And then he said, yes, of course I've heard that. I said, well, now explain what it means. And they really couldn't explain what it means. And if they could it has nothing to do with the occult context in which that phrase was created in. The first time I seen it in was a book by Phil Hines called Chaos Magic. What that phrase is really trying to say is not pretend like X, Y, or Z. What it's trying to tell you about your mind is if you believe anything or to the extent that you fake like it's real, eventually it will become real. How do you know this? This was said to you in the Matrix, the mind makes it real. To update that phrase, fake it till you make it, for you to get an understanding, it really should be fake it until your mind makes it real, because your mind will. I asked him this, and he said, of course, because we've all done it, and I'll ask it of you, the pandemonium radio audience. Have you ever told a lie so long that you yourself has forgot it's a motherfucking lie? Oh, nigga, if you leave it to me, nigga, I was on tour with Curtis Blow. You know what I'm saying? And I totally forgot that that shit was never real. You tell so much fake shit that in your life that some shit that started out, you was talking about 1980 motherfucking two. And all of a sudden... You forgot that the shit was a lie because your mind starts to make it real. You can almost, I almost remember being on tour with Curtis Blow smoking a joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because your mind makes it real. You would know that, let's just say, not some fake shit, but 
you made it real. Now, I also asked them this. I said, have you ever heard this world is an illusion? Oh, yes. You know, everybody, this is not real. This is Maya. This is an illusion. I said, if this is illusion, how are you looking for so-called realism in a place that isn't real? The trick to this place is the only thing that's real is your mind and what you tend to accept, agree with, and make real. That's the secret trick that any of this shit. See, he said something about, well, I channel and, you know, I'm getting this and I'm getting that. And I believe it's this, that, and the other thing. So can you tell me if that's real? I said, well, you actually need me to tell you it's real? I said, that's enough. If I said, give me five, it means give me $5 every day. He started laughing his ass off. That's stupid. I said, but if I would have said, it's your kundalini getting stuck in your uh, sacral chakra, you need a, a release, you have to go within with a particular meditation, it's chant this, and a sun gaze. And you should be able to release that kundalini, you know, and and you'll get the understanding on it. You would say, mm, okay, thank you, Panic. But what I just said was made up and stupid as a fuck. It's just as stupid as you, me saying you need $5 or give me $5 every day. So just as that's funny, it should be just as funny if I told you that or anything. Because what will supersede me justifying anything for you? is your own mind. So your own mind is the only thing you're here to convince, interface with, probe, question, and it is what consciousness is. What I can do for you is give you a framework for you to work on, but I've refused to tell you what it is that's happening to your mind. I wouldn't even do it to you. Can I do it to you? Absolutely. But to give you the ultimate respect, I would never do that for you. Because the whole idea is for you to have an experience and you to define it. Because however you define it, the mind makes it real. So whatever he, so when he first got on the phone and had a description of what was happening to him, I asked him, why is that not valid enough for you? You've already described it. You've already said, I believe it's that. So were you waiting me for me to say, yes, you're right? So what that tells me, like many other things tell me, most, most of us, we don't really accept what's happening to us in our own interpretation of our own body. We're looking for a confirmation. Bobby Hemmett has said before he got sick, He hadn't lectured like a year and a half to two years before that. He said, I ran out of shit to say. I said everything I want to say. I don't even want to lecture. And y'all still begging for him to come back to define for you shit that he left the whole legacy of how you're supposed to figure this shit out yourself. But you still need him to come back to figure out more shit. The nigga been lecturing since goddamn 1993. He's left, and he ain't stopped since 1993. He's left more information on the planet than you can sift through in one lifetime. So to ask for him to come back after he's done his work by his definition 
is a crime, but it only speaks to the sad state of confirmation that we as black people need to, to tell ourselves that's what makes us spiritual. Myself, Bobby, and any other of these lectures are only trying to define for you what you own, not what you need to obtain. And what you own is your divine mind. It's your birthright. All you have to do is activate it. And all I'm trying to do, and I can probably speak for others, is to help you help yourself. But to help yourself, you have to at least, at the very start of this, believe in yourself. So whatever crazy idea comes to your mind, what we try to do is what we were learned in public school by white people is to get someone to agree with it. Was that really horror swings on my back that I felt? Once you understand, the only person that has to be convinced is you. You in an easy place. You get what I'm saying? I don't need to convince X, Y, or Z of my spiritual experience. I know what was there. I know what my mind told me it was, and I'm convincing myself of it. And know why it's real? Because the mind makes it real. And if I say it's real, therefore it's real. So be it. It has been said, I am that I am. In the beginning was the word. Whatever fucking theory you want to add to this, what you need to start doing, black people, pandemonium radial niggas, is start whatever idea comes to your mind, you need to jump in that idea with two feet. Two feet first. Because nine times out of ten, your spiritual intuition is not failing you. When you start to think about this shit is when you start to fail yourself. When you start to think about this shit is when you start to fail yourself. So, very important. And let me tell you, in this I promise you, my niggas, I am not going to be on here for four hours tonight. Last Tuesday, I raised all that spiritual energy. And remember I talked about all them... Gay people who got killed in that club, all the motherfuckers came through. They still was wearing their gay club outfits. You know what I'm saying? I did not sleep Tuesday night from raising that energy and calling on them. Well, the good news is you got information from them. If you can call on that collective, if you're on that level, it's gateway material. Most homosexuals are gateway entities. So these particular gateway, and they were very confused. I had to tell them niggas, back the fuck up. I don't owe none of you some of bitches no explanation. You know what I'm saying? Wearing them fucking bright-ass colors in my dream fucking me up. They were all piled up and intertwined. So it told me two things. It definitely was a ritual. It's not like we had to figure too much of that out. It definitely was a ritual because the last time I felt that type of collective energy trapped in the astral world under ritual was 9-11. And so the same force, the same decision makers, the same decision makers are the ones uh, who definitely had this little bullshit fake-ass ISIS set up in this club because those energies were stuck. And while you think white people in America hates gays, they understand there's some sort of power there. I promise you that's the truth. 
There's some sort of power there. Not the bullshit that they're telling you on TV about we're equal and we should be married. All of that's a fucking scam. Something in that energy, which I imagine, I know it is gateway, and I imagine it has something to do with the power of androgyny as well, where they're tapping into the higher aspect than just penises and vaginas. You get what I'm saying? Something in those mindsets. It's a bold mindset. To walk around as a homosexual anywhere on this planet is a is an act of courage within itself, just as a standalone. Because the gay bashing, you know, they you got your areas where that shit ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? There's just there's the too much Wonder Womans, you know what I mean, in the crowd. But, uh, I've seen in areas where it's not so conducive to that lifestyle, some of the motherfuckers walking with their head up, keeping their dignity. That's bold of me. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, them young kids will spit on you, kick you up your ass, and all that kind of shit. And them niggas still walking around. You know what I'm saying? Strike it up. <laughs> with that theme song, strike it up. <laughs> No matter where you go, that is the gay national anthem. Strike it up. So they still walking around talking about strike it up. You know what I'm saying? So LaFrance, you better lead the way on this one. Try to get them niggas back under control. Get some freedom to them. You know what I mean? So anyone who's gay out there who can channel, you might want to call on those uh, 50 dead because they had a lot of questions. I must be honest, I was not prepared to ask. So I just woke myself up abruptly and turned on Martin Lawrence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Changed the subject. So, what are you guys who are more conducive to that lifestyle who could take that energy? You know what I'm saying? And I know I got, because I've done consultations for, uh, for a few brothers who, who said, look, I don't know if you know all this time. Wonder Woman. So I was like, oh, I didn't know, but more power to you. And they happen to be channelers and people who could speak. So uh, I urge you, because that's a big energy right there. It's an energy that they trapped and they're using in ritual. So you guys could go in, just channel them, just. And how you do it, if you're lost, just have a visualization of when you heard that story or what came to your mind. See, if I think of homos in a club, I have a vision if I wanted to tune into them. It may not be what they was doing, what they was wearing, but all I'm going to see is strike it up, and then boom, we there. So just visualize if you don't have uh, any tangible uh, imagery to deal with and, and go in and talk to them, try to free them, and, and we could use that energy. All energy is good energy. Don't don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual energy. So when I go low and start getting excited and getting hard this late, yeah, after this shit is hanging up, I'm still walking the fuck around. Strike it up. So... We ain't doing that shit. Not every goddamn Tuesday. You niggas have my fucking pressure up. I take my beta blockers. <laughs> you niggas. Let me see. This is how it is. Some say we agree that symbols are the language of the deep mind. Okay. Programming your intent. And this is what I highlighted in this book. Let's see if it means anything. 
Some say, and we agree, that symbols are the language of the deep mind. Dreams are an example of the deep mind language communication. Interesting, because this is exactly what I teach in class about symbology. So symbols, and I'm glad he deals with it, because what he teaches is how to symbolize in your mind, because as he pointed out, and we could just stay right there, because I'm going to tell you all a little bit more secrets about this than his book. But I'll just use that from his book. You already got the idea in the book again. That book is called The Complete Guide to Entity Creation, Creating Magical Entities by David Michael Cunningham. Now, he says symbols are the language of the deep mind. And boy, is that never more true. Your mind, your spiritual mind's basic language is symbols, period. So now we're talking veves, uh, seals, uh, uh, talismans, uh, charms, and sigils, most of all. These things are going to speak deeper to the subconscious mind and to the intent, your intent. So the object and the thing to do is to symbolize each of the entities that you create. So let's go back. What is an entity? The first thing you may need to understand is what a thought form is. A thought form is the exact word. Just switch it around, formation of thought. So your thoughts can take formation. For instance, know what a popular deity is? Mickey Mouse. Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, because they were created and our thoughts, especially our childhood thoughts, let's just say are on Mickey Mouse or Snoopy, any of those things that just look harmless and silly, Transformers, uh, Thundercats, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and older niggas, Star Wars, Spidey, you know what I'm saying, Batman. All of these things are actually thought forms. So once all thoughts are thunk, they actually have a plane that they resonate on in the astral plane. So when this creation, I'll do you one better. I'm going to even take you deeper. In the year zero... Someone could have thought of the idea of Mickey Mouse, but there was no technology to make a cartoon, write it down, draw it anyway in any context. There was no technology for that. Now, um, hold on a second. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, right there. Like, so there was no technology to do it. Um, but now you get back to 1939 or whenever Walt Disney created this shit, right? He may have been thinking his, uh, and I'm trying to explain this so y'all can understand this. He may be trying to just figure out something that he drew Mickey Mouse. Now we have the technology to put it on TV and Steamboat Willie and all the rest of that shit. Technically, it was actually...
actually made up and resonating in the astral world, and he pulled it down. So when we hear that phrase, there's no thought that can be created here, every thought that has been thunk already, somebody may have already thunk this thought of Mickey Mouse. Didn't have to name it Mickey Mouse, but named it something else. And and while we think it's a new creation that Walt Disney created, it's not like he's looking to tap in, but he got this good idea that already resonated because it was already in existence. So these thought forms, in other words, can live forever. Harry Potter, all of these thoughts are actually deities. See, we're just used to Oshun and all this hot shit, but they were created with a story the same way fucking Harry Potter was. The character Harry Potter exists and resonates in the astral world. Therefore, it can serve you just like Oshun can. See, that's why I have Groot in my house as a protection deity. Because if you watch the movie, Groot in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I am Groot. Did that to the whole movie. What a lovable motherfucking tree he was. Everybody loved him. All the girls loved him. But his main function, because he was thought up and created, was a protection entity. He died protecting his crew. He was protecting that fucking raccoon throughout the whole movie. And when he came back reborn as a young tree, boy, did you love it. Can't wait to see him in the next one, right? What's the point? The point is understanding this concept, that's actually probably more powerful to use, Groot, as this new deity or entity that was raised up than half the shit you've been using all these years. Because what you're using is nothing more than energies. And energies are like food. And if a thousand motherfuckers are eating one steak, how much of it is to go around? So when Ogun was created to protect you, let's just say, he was created for the Ifa people or, or the Yoruba people in the religion Ifa. So let's say there's a thousand, two thousand, three. Let's say there's ten thousand Yoruba people in this one village using it. Now you have over a million people using that same energy or, in other words, eating off the same plate. How much power do you think you can get from that when, these, uh, when, these, when everyone's eating from the same plate? So the idea has always been the advanced one, like myself, I have a pantheon of magical entities that no one knows their name but me that are channeled and assigned uh, templates of completion. I've given them out before. I have an army of 12 monkey deities under the guise of Hanuman, same way the Goetia has legions under one Goetic entity. I have legions. I have 12 army of the 12 monkeys. I took that and created channel over a year 12 monkey deities, and each one of their energies is a complete package of human satisfaction. So money, love, respect, power, confidence, all those things you're going for, there's a 12 monkey created magical entity that I created that's complete within for me. I gave out names, but not all the symbols and so on and so forth. 
because it's something I allow people to share because I know a lot of motherfuckers won't do it anyway. So I allow motherfuckers to share this one. And within that realm, we I know it won't go to millions where they're all eating off that plate, so it's good. And I have some that I never give out, some that come to me, because when they come to you, all that's happening is your subconscious mind in the dream world is speaking to you in its language, symbols, the deep language, symbols, and it's telling you, so it's giving you what you need because I'm aggressively asking my mind to give me new, give me more, give me the next step, give me something I need. So constantly I'm getting dreams, which is another way of saying the spirit starts answering my questions. It starts talking to me. And it's giving me deities to bind niggas up, to shut niggas down, to to release niggas' mind, to tell me what lectures to do. Anything you want, my higher self, let's just say that, my divine self, the spirit, is talking to me, guiding me through this world. And that's only done because I understand creating magical entities is another way of saying creating energy templates or an energy configuration. Let me say it another way to make it easier. When you buy a new house, you get appliances in that house, and you get the appliances to help you function. You get a blender, you get a microwave, you get a TV, you get a radio. Uh, I have uh, air purifiers. I have uh, uh, clocks, let's just say, uh, light bulbs. I have uh, salt rocks, Amazon, Alexia, you know, a hundred things that don't even come to mind, Uh, oil diffusers, everything that I could plug in. These appliances are nothing more or can be looked at as the entities that I created in my house to use to make my home convenient. So creating magical entities is a methodology for creating all that you need. In his book, he talks about how you can create magical entities just to help you to get on to work on time. So in other words, what he's saying is it's no reason to be extra deep, extra profound, and all extra doing too much when you're creating magical entities. Whatever your need is, you can create an entity no matter how big or small to help you. Now, in that regard, he does give it different names. So those lesser, those lesser kind of deities are called egories. I believe that's what he called them. And basically the egories, because he talks about in the book giving your deity a lifespan, because some of them entities you want around forever, and some entities you want to create for the moment. And like I said, that intellectual nugget is something that's in his book, and you can read and understand and see if that works for you. I, me personally, I don't do all of this particular work to create an entity only to let it die. I don't usually create, I think a little bit bigger, me personally, but that doesn't mean you have to do it. And when I think bigger, I think of creating entities that handle the big picture for me. Protection, comfort, prosperity, 
uh, uh, love, wisdom, understanding, spiritual intellect. So usually all the minor stuff, making it to work on time, if, if that was what I had to do, usually fall under the bigger picture because we're in the position to think bigger than they can. So, and, you know, and, of course, you know, he wants to dumb his work down so the average Joe could buy his book and not be scared. Now, the truth to creating magical entities, they come from your thoughts. And as I pointed out, what thought forms also are, as I pointed out, is Mickey Mouse, Harry Potter. These are actual deities based upon the process which they were created because all your deities were created the same way. All they are is a character with a story. That's all Oshun is, a character with a story. Who's Mickey Mouse's consort? Motherfucking Minnie Mouse. So Oshun is with Shango, Mickey's with Minnie, nigga. It's, the same, it's, it's always the same shit. It, it's, it's, it's not a different process. You get what I'm saying? And he turned those two entities in a multi-billion dollar industry that still works after he's dead. You get what I'm saying? Still works after he's dead. We have deified Tupac just like white people have deified uh, Elvis. Still think the nigga is alive. You know what I'm saying? Now, thought forms, on the other hand, the dirty side of thought forms are also connected to the day-to-day human thought. And the day-to-day human thought is usually uh, I'm depressed, my boss, this is a slave job. I want you to understand this and hear me well. All you have to look is on Facebook and see the deities that black people have created. You think there's somebody in the Illuminati that's more active? The Illuminati are nothing but people. And these people who know what you forgot. And these people understand what you forgot. And what you forgot is if they can fool your own mind, because your mind, as I told you, makes it real. If they could fool your black mind and, and, and get you to say, they got, they're killing us with chemtrails, they're killing us with this, they're going to do that, look what they're ring. We have made these group of people deities. We have deified or use our thoughts to create formations which actually shut us down. If you just look at Facebook outside of it, you will see a very sad state of black people. And don't try to put that shit off on the dead niggas. I'm talking about conscious people. If you just listen to you niggas, you niggas are depressing at all the shit they got, what they're going to do, what they might be doing, what they done did. And this ain't nothing but them Tuskegee, Alabama uh, 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 tests again. And they trying to give you, give you syphilis. It's just all sorts of shit that they doing, going to do. One time, y'all niggas was in to listening to Beyonce's records backwards. I love Satan. I love Satan. It's like just making this shit anything. And what it just tells me is it shows your true state 
of how advanced you are. So anybody who is looking to see what black people are up to, because that's another thing you think, we don't want to be doing this, we don't want to have them seeing doing that, because you know if they see us doing it, they don't give a fuck what you're doing. Because you have on your mind, you have used your thoughts to actually work against yourself. They inspired that. They put out a little bit of this. They tell David Icke to tell you this. They tell you a few other white boys to tell you, oh, they got this. They're going to do this. They're making monkey people. I've seen Jesse Ventura or Jake the Snake, whichever one it was that became the governor of your state in life. Jesse the Body Ventura, he did a whole conspiracy show where they were making monkey men in Atlanta. And these men were going to be the army of the future. And they all have super strength and no morality like monkeys. So they could police that ass. Is it happening? I don't know. But I know by me never seeing it, if I buy into it, 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 it will trigger my thoughts to think, oh, shit, Planet of the Apes, the monkeys are coming. That nigga right there look like a monkey, too. You know what I'm saying? Look at this monkey-ass nigga. And it will trigger my thoughts enough to, to, to actually create this invisible deity or entity to scare the shit out of me. And see, to understand that, you have to understand, when you say all the time, I feel depressed, I think I'm depressed, or or you worried about depression. Those thoughts create an entity called depression, and now you got real depression on that ass because you created by worrying about depression. Now, is there somebody named depression out there waiting to get that ass? No, it's something you created. Is it evil? Absolutely not. It's only doing what you said. Because your mind controls all. Your mind is the all. So it's only doing what you said. So you kept saying or worrying about depression. It says, I'm giving you what you want. I never win. You know, shit always happens to me. They always talk about me. Here we go again. Niggas never listen to what I got to say. All that shit, negative shit you say about yourself. My fucking job is so fucked up. I hate working. I hate America. I hate humanity. I hate, I don't want this shit. This that. You're creating entities that actually live on you and only exist for you. So they are serving you as all of these deities are supposed to. They're serving you as low self-esteem. They're serving you as it always happens to me. It serves into, it serves into you. God damn, I knew I was going to trip. I'm clumsy. It serves you as I'm depressed. It serves you as I can never do that. I was never good at that. It serves you as I can't, this is unlucky for me. All those things you say in your mind actually become servants of you. Because you, without knowing, created a magical entity. That's what you did. You created a magical entity. But because black people have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts, you have more negative entities than positive in- entities. I can't quit smoking. That's, you, you created an entity called I can't quit smoking. I can't do shit unless I'm high. You created an entity that now demands to be fed. 
He feds get high. Why? Because he only existed for that purpose, and you brought him into existence by saying by thinking that shit, then eventually saying that shit. Now he's there saying, "What's up, nigga? I'm here. We getting high, nigga. Feed me. That's what you created me for." And then when you say, "No something," I'm going to stop getting high. The entity that you created and gave a consciousness says, "Wait a minute." You ain't going to get high no more. you fucking with me. Then, it's, then you're going to feel the craving. That's the entity talking to you, saying, yo, come on, nigga. I don't want to die. I, 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 I die with your thoughts. Your thoughts change. I die. So when you hear a woman going, who did that to your eye? Well, I, uh, I know I shouldn't have been talking to him while he came home from work because he had a hard day. So I kind of brought this on myself. Really, their self-esteem is so low, based upon perhaps seeing this in their household with their parents, that they believe they deserve this or they was dragged down to the consciousness that they deserve it. They actually have an entity on them that's saying, I deserve to be beat. Now, on the other side, where you have someone saying, oh, I always get the girl. Oh, watch me do it. Uh, uh, just quite simply, confidence. They actually create an entity called, I always get the girl. They create an entity as, I'm always successful. So you can look at your personal life, Pandemonium Radio, and say this. What do I think I do good? What am I the man at? What, I am, what am I that bitch at? You get what I'm saying? And then that's what you created a, a magical entity that's serving you. And you did it with your thoughts. So, now I'm assuming we understand how your thoughts are creating entities all the time anyway. So, in other words, you don't have to get in no bath, you don't have to light no herbs, you don't have to fucking put on no robe, you don't have to light a candle, you don't have to chant om, rom, nom, neom, om, neom to create a magical entity. You do it all the time. Now, with a book like this and what I'm telling you tonight is now you want to consciously create entities, consciously create entities to serve you as the master that you are, as the master that you are. So to create an entity, it's, I would say, go buy his book, and there are other things you can do. These are strictly in your thought forms. What's the key to this? Niggers, niggerettes. I am about to give you the key. The key to this was something that was in you already. When you hear in the Bible, you won't be able to enter heaven but like a child and let a child lead them. They are not talking about these stupid fucking slack-ass, drag-ass kids walking around here today. They're talking about a kid mentality. And when you had a kid mentality... Ladies, when you played with your dolls, you were able to transfer your thoughts into that inanimate object and make it real. She, she had a personality, the different dolls that had a personality. You gave her a name. You had to take her everywhere. She felt comfortable when you slept in bed. You had tea parties with her. Your brother said, give me that fucking doll. You would cry like it was your main nigga that he was dragging around. 
What you did as a child was able to take your thoughts and put it in this inanimate object. Fellas, you did the same thing, too. You had Spider-Man, Star Wars, Ninja Turtles. We did it worse than them. There was some we were able to take in the bath. Remember that? Some could only sleep with us. I, I had a fucking bear named Peter. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was my nigga. I had a monkey named Clancy. You know what I'm saying? Clancy the monkey. These niggas was OGs in the crib. You feel what I'm saying? OGs. I seen a, 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 a teddy bear that looked like Peter, my nigga from back in the days. You know what I'm saying? And... When I seen it, know what I said? I'm not even going to buy that. Khadija, could you buy that for me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I needed that moment. She said, oh, okay. She bought it for me. You know what I'm saying? That mommy energy on that. Out of all my statues, that motherfucker sit on the couch with his legs crossed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I be putting shit on the couch when I be doing the packing the earth packs. So, ooh, let me move this out of Peter's way, you know what I'm saying? I feel that nigga is real. So we do that shit all the time. And I'll take you a step further, things we did as a child. What we did as a child was some of us had invisible friends. Oh, what are invisible friends? Magical entities, niggers. We do it all the time. See, we had, I had my best Dane, who's probably listening to this now, and he's about to laugh his ass off. He had a brother, younger, and a sister. I had a sister. So, of course, my sister hung out with his sister. I hung out with Dane. That left monkey in the middle, Leon. Now, sometimes Leon got to hang with the fellas. Well, most days, go with the bitches. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, he could not stand the three words, the four words, go with the bitches. <laughs> he couldn't stand it. So Leon created a magical entity to be his friend named Nepalus. <laughs> so Nepalus lived in the closet. Nepalus had a whole personality. See, even today on Facebook, hey, what's up, Leon? What's going on, man? How's Nepalus? Shut the fuck up, nigga. Know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> and like, so Nepalus existed. Know what I'm saying? He had a whole mythology, this Nepalus. Know what I'm saying? And he was able, Leon with his mind, to create that. And we told this stuff. There's a movie about that called Drop Dead Fred. If y'all get to see this. She was a grown woman who had an invisible friend. And when she got in trouble with her boyfriend, some love hurting thing, her invisible friend came back, drop dead Fred. He was a chaos being. So the whole movie, he's back, and she's a grown woman, and she can't get rid of him. He's causing all this havoc throughout the movie, and that's the movie. And in the end, she gives a whole speech, thank you, Fred, for serving me. I don't need you no more. Basically, I release you. So basically... He was showing in, 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 in the movie world how they created an entity, or she created an entity that they gave a physical uh, appearance to. So we did this naturally. Invisible friends, you know, you, some people had invisible friends that just stayed under the bed to protect them from the unknown, what's in the closet, what's in the bed. You feel what I'm saying? They only go to sleep with me. 
so so uh, uh, I'm protected. And some will go as far as like, no, they're sitting right there. You can't sit in that seat. Put a plate out for them. You get what I'm saying? What the kid is doing from what it knows how to do naturally is create its own reality, create entities, create beings. Because when you die and have no body, everybody around you is who you create. I learned this early on when I was my grandfather was showing me. He took me to a world with nothing but it was far as the eye could see. It was fucking, and I was like, "Oh, nigga, you you made out well, you know where you at?" And people were morphing and fucking. So of course I had questions. I'm like, I went to a real orgy before, and people pick and choose who they're going to get an orgy with. So how do you do that? Like, it just seems like everyone, he said no. Then he showed me a woman, and he morphed her into my idea of the perfect woman. Fast forward, it was Khadijah. It was the same, I, it was because I always had that template of her in my mind. So as, as this woman that I, and I told that story before, that used to come to me in my dreams. So when I seen the real Khadijah and finally met her, I said, oh, shit. That's the motherfucker. I didn't see it at first. We was in a movie then in the dark, and I just happened to look over and said, wait a what the fuck? That's the woman that used to come in my bed when I was little. That's when I said, either Khadijah is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, or this bitch is going to kill me. I don't know. Maybe it was premonitions of death. So, But the the, the, the damn, the, the jury is still out, though. I don't know yet. I'm not so sure. That shit might still go down. But I knew that was the woman, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to talk about that in detail in that lecture in Dallas with the soulmate. So if you can't make it, join that webinar, you know what I'm saying? I gave you, and I'll give it out tonight again, the sister's email to, to, to join up with the webinar and the address again. And so I'm going to get into detail about that in the, in the science of the soulmate, in the divine feminine and divine masculine union. That's what we're talking about. But he, this is before I met Khadijah when I had this question. So he morphed her into this woman that I always used to see. So I was like, he was, and what he was telling me is, with your mind, when you're gone in your world, you, then he showed me Pam Greer in every outfit she was wearing in Foxy Brown. Ten Pam Greers as he's pulling off his pants. I said, oh, I totally get this. It's your mind. It's not like you're going to have sex with anyone. You're creating your reality, your fantasy. Ain't no body to offend. See, if I come down here and just said it, go in Walmart, hey, sister, you got a big ass. Mind if I doggy style you in the bread aisle? I'm going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention getting stabbed in the neck by Khadijah. So you know that ain't happening down here. So we kind of think of it as the same thing. But you're not, uh, if you watch the movie, What Dreams May Come, what they talk about, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr., he says, well, you're making this world down here. This is your world. He said, this world I'm in after he died is like a picture me and my wife bought at a flea market. We looked at this picture. We said we must have it. This is our, our idea of heaven. So we hung it on our wall. So now when he died, he was in his idea of heaven on that wall. So 
he was uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. Tell him, no, this is your world. I'm in your world. He said, when I'm here in your world, we're co-creators. But I'm creating in your world. But all of this is from you and your mind. He said, ironically, down here, the way we uh, get things or make things happen is thinking of them. Now, all of, this is one of the most profound movies about what happens when you die in the astral world because all the shit they were saying was absolutely true. His wife, who killed herself because she couldn't take the death of her kids and her husband, went to what they call hell, and they had the true definition. It was still the astral world. It was no place below the fucking earth where it was hot, but it was her definition. What became hell for her was living in that house alone, and she was destined to live in that house alone based upon, they said suicide, but that's not the case. If you kill yourself, you're not going to your hell. Where they get that from is most people who do kill themselves have built a hell already in their mind based upon their life. So if you kill yourself going, fuck it, I'm gone, I'm going back to heaven, that's where you go. But most people are under stress, under duress, under some sort of strain who kill themselves. So that strain in their mind or where the state of their mind becomes the heaven or what we call hell. That's the closest you're going to get to hell, your own mind. Because your own mind is in control and creating everything. So all of those who are conscious, y'all have nothing to worry about. Because y'all at least just know you exist after the body hits the ground. Most people don't know that. So since you know that, you're already in a place of saving yourself. Of controlling your next existence whether that's coming back here or moving on, based upon your consciousness of death. So, and not even I know this and I know that, just the fact that you know there's something beyond just laying in the ground and Jesus coming to rescue your ass, That's enough. just knowing beyond that is enough to save your ass. So that's a movie I recommend. It's called What Dreams May Come, Robin Williams, Cuba Gooden Jr., because they explain the entire situation about the afterlife, even the cosmic boat, because the cosmic boat concept in the astral world is what's actually going to take your soul. Your soul is actually called the cosmic, cosmic boat. It was called the solstice boat or some shit like that, or, uh, but Isis's boat at first, then it became the sun boat of Ra, but it was all this boat, or you see these Egyptians on the boat is a representation of your soul. And when you meet Ra in the uh, sunboat, that means you're actually also leaving the astral world, which is a part of this illusionary world. So that soul boat is also what you see in Peter Pan. Captain Hook represents Saturn, Death, or Kronos. And Captain Hook, with that hook, is Kronos. And he's on his boat trying to get Peter Pan to die or get him out of the astral world where his spirit is there forever. He's trying to get his soul to move to the great beyond. When you watch the movie What Dreams May Come, there's a scene where they was going to walk on this dark boat. And you see nothing but chaos niggas there. That was most interesting of all because it's actually nothing but black people on this wild-ass boat. And they show that. And they're showing, no, this is the realm of the nigger, the chaos realm. Very profound movie. But so... What I'm trying to get you to understand through that is your mind is all. What you believe 
That's why I started with fake it till you make it and all the rest of that because what you believe will become your afterlife. So if you were be- believed that you were pursued by the Illuminati, if you believe that chemtrails have fucked you up and, and, and GMO food and all the rest of that shit that you complain about as niggers endlessly, you take this thought process with you into the afterlife. I need y'all to understand something profound, the law of polarity. And in the law of polarity, one of the laws of Tehuti, explaining that law is like and, and unlike are the same. Just different extremes of the same thing. Different polarities of the same thing. The way you have a magnet that has an attract side and a repel side. Same magnet. So when you understand the law of polarity, truly, number one, if like and alike are the same, then if you understand that law, there's no such thing as a debate. That's number one. Because you can make an argument for anything. Two sides of, the, of, of a coin is still one coin. So there's always going to be two sides to the story. Uh, uh, All differences can be reconciled. That's under the law of polarity. Like and unlike are the same. So now let me hip you to a little bit more science. If white people can make you think that they're your opposite and like and unlike are the same, you just made them gods. Because God and the devil are the same. Good and evil are the same. It's all about perspective. So if they say, if you say you are God, and they say I'm your opposite, you made them the same thing. So it's a badge of honor to call the white man the devil if you're God. Because what you're doing is made like and unlike, which are the same. You put them on the opposite polarity. What you need to realize is they are not your opposite. Ignorance is your opposite. You would not say a monkey is your opposite. If I say monkeys are now fucking doggy style, now they're fucking missionary style, you would laugh at it on YouTube but would not give a fuck and say it's the Illuminati because you don't see a monkey, I hope not, as your motherfucking opposite. Y'all got to remember, this is about genetics, and genetically those are not your opposites. They're not, they're not your opposites. The opposite of you as a human and a spiritualist, as the God, as a conscious person, is actually the animal self. So you're actually fighting the animal self. And that's why you'll see most of these animals with Egypt, Egypt's half man, half animal, because they're talking about polarity. They're talking about two ends of polarity. It's not white people and black people. It's the animal in, 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 in black people that is the opposite, which are alike. That's why each of these animals have spiritual powers. Birds fly. Monkeys got could climb. And all of these animals, dogs can see and hear and smell. All of these superpowers are in the animal because the animals are your true unalike, your true brothers, your true polarity. Get what I'm saying? Now, you can say white people are part of animals, but they're something different entirely. You get what I'm saying? They are not your absolute opposite. 
Your animal self is your opposite. That's why you have zodiac signs. Me, my humanity is Taurus the bull, stubborn and all that shit. The higher self is the higher aspect of it, which is Osiris, let's just say, in this particular case. Or whatever book, Dionysus. Whatever these bull deities, some of them are still half human, half man. To kind of show you your opposite polarity is actually your animal nature, which is what you're fighting. That's what Set represents, and that's what Horus represents. The fight within you, they are not your opposite. When you, when you make them your polar opposite, you make them the same. That's the trick. Not by my standards, by the law of Tahuti. So we need to get a little bit better with these arguing and this back and forth. All you got to do is use your science to do that. So getting back to our subject of creating magical entities, as I said, your child mind is what's going to save you. You don't have to think of nothing profound, deep. You don't have to wear robes or put on any special kind of oils to do it. You have to think of when you had your doll babies or your invisible friends, or your action figures, how you felt about them as a kid. You made them real. And that's all you have to do again when you are creating a pantheon of entities. Something I also suggest is you get a book on sigil making. Uh, I can't remember who makes that book, and the book is upstairs uh, I'll bring it next week. Uh, I don't. Um, it's in that Anna Reva book. If you want to look, uh, it's a look that little red book about symbols. Uh, it's a little red book. It's, it should be in that pile that Torin made. And in there, it's a book on sigils. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody probably already typing it in the room if I was looking. And Khadiz is going to get the book. But uh, in that book, they tell you how to make what they call sigils. If you don't know what sigils are, sigils are a way of taking a word, a sentence. In this case, you guys are going to be using the word because you're going to be naming your entities. So you're going to take that entity's name, and through the methodology of sigil making, what you're going to do is create a symbol that symbolizes your entity, the intention. And that symbol is going to speak directly to the subconscious mind or to the deep part of your mind. All right, Khadija found the book. Thank you, Khadija. That's her uh, special uh, oh, name, oh, Khadija. I call her Khadija all the time. What you want to get is a book called by... Phil Cooper called Basic Sigil Magic by Phil Cooper, which I actually have the book upstairs. I'm so used to seeing it, seeing, reading from this shit for class that uh, I actually have the book, the actual book upstairs. I have it written down in another book, but I have the book. Uh, finding that motherfucker would have been a chore. So Phil Co- Philip Cooper's Basic Sigil Magic, he'll teach you how to write, use, and work with sigils because then you'll be able to sigilize not only uh, deities but your intentions. So if you have intention, I need more money, I want a better whatever, you can uh, write that sentence and he'll teach you how to make it into a symbol. So you want to create these symbols for your energies, meditate on them. He'll show you 
techniques and tricks you could do with the symbol because the symbol, the intention, is going to activate the subconscious mind. Understand this. Anything, I already told you, anything in existence can be, uh, has already been thunk. There's nothing new under the sun to think about. Therefore, in your mind, because we have done that work already, let me even take you back a little bit. When you see all the Camites and all the ancient civilizations, they weren't just doing those things for them in that moment. They were doing things to add to our genetic climate, to the genetics. Therefore, in a future time, we don't have to mummify people to be divine. We have already done that. Therefore, it exists within the gen genome, within the genes. So, being that being the case, all you have to start doing at this point, because we did all the physical rituals, the physical work, the breakthrough of the gateways. You know, you see all of the Egyptians, they was breaking through a lot of gateways. They did a lot of work that you benefit from. And to do you one better, it was actually you who did that work. Now you are here to reap the benefits of it in, in this particular world. So there's no reason to sit around worrying about what white folks next move is. That's the most silliest thing you could do. What you need to be doing is getting on your shit, understanding who and what you are, and picking up from where you left off. So activating what's in you. One of the best ways to do it is get that Akashic Record reading. Don't, act, don't take my word for it. Take the word of the niggas who already got theirs and got on a different understanding of their path. So I'm glad to say, proud to say that's something we offer here at Pandemonium Radio. So what you could do is go to the website, look up my queen, Khadijah. What I suggest, if you've never heard of what I'm talking about, so you realize it's not just a cheap sales pitch, look at the About Panic area and go to Khadijah's testimonials. You yourself can see what people are saying about that. It will change your motherfucking reality. This, I guarantee it. So what you want to do is sign up on a list. Those of y'all who've been worried about a long waiting list, don't wait no more, niggas. That list is getting shorter and shorter because she no longer works for corporate, and she is now dedicated to these readings 100% full time. Therefore, she has more time and more days to get some of you Negroes out the way. So I suggest you sign up for this Akashic Record. She was telling me some shit that was so fucking profound today. Sometime I can't even believe I was able to scoop this chick. You get what I'm saying? She was telling me for, for the – she's been doing this now for over a year and change now, two years now. And, damn, it's been that long already? Damn. Shit. I've been reading forever, but – But two years – for, for the conscious community. Mm -hmm. Now, she's been telling me when she does Akashic Records, they've been coming in twos, and she wasn't able to figure out why this shit always comes in twos. But then she said, well, she said, what the fuck am I doing? Let me just ask the spirit. And when she did, they came back and said, because I'm giving them a masculine life and a feminine life. I said, nigga, no, you can't make that kind of shit up. 
That is so fucking profound. And I find it profound how she's able to go in and figure her shit out because that's the biggest problem with niggas in consciousness. They're not able to figure their own shit out, even if they get it out. So I'm constantly blown away by her shit. You get what I'm saying? Y'all niggas need to experience this. I promise you, you do. I'm not saying it just because I'm saying it. I'm saying it because I deal with shit that works. That's my motherfucking motto. So everything I've been serving you for the last six years, maybe even longer by now, has been working clearly. OG, known, old hat, been done, got the T-shirt, already home and sitting in the tub, works. So I'm telling you this shit because it works. Life-changing shit, shit that's, shit that's going to impact you for you to take a, another giant step in your consciousness. Herb packs, but those readings, I cannot front on. Them shits are the best things going on the site because it's given so many people clarity. And that's what we all searching for, a certain amount of clarity. This sister is here doing that quite well. This is the mantra that people are saying constantly. I never, ever had a reading like this and I got many readings in my life. This is the first one I got. This is the first one I got that absolutely was detailed. You knew things about me that you couldn't have possibly known. I've heard people telling me that about her. I'm like, well, maybe she knows some shit about me. <laughs> and not saying some shit. I need to walk around this motherfucker and just investigate. You doing some Akashic shit right now, motherfucker? Don't look at me. Don't look at me like that. Find out some shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you ain't putting the toilet seat up when you piss. Was that Akashic magic, you witch? Go, you witch. So that's what I'm hearing. So this is something, if you're on the fence about get your ass in it, it's worth it. Now's the time because her time is free, and she's starting to knock niggas, knock that list down. So get on your job. Get this Akashic record reading. It will give you so much information. I got so many of uh, uh, the people who I know who do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, panic. Oh, damn. I thought I knew, nigga. Now, she says it's so much better. And I can see why when motherfuckers who have taken my class get a reading because she is less explaining to them. And, you know, which, which, is, which, which made me proud, which means I am truly making a difference with motherfuckers. If they know something when they talk, get to her because they took my class, uh, then good. Makes me feel like I am somebody. I could be somebody. <laughs> I am somebody. <laughs> that Jesse Jackson shit was ringing true with me. Who are you? Somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I made me feel real good that this is having an impact and people are walking away with more knowledge. I'm going to have to give a shout out to Mario uh, Polk who does fairy houses because not only does that motherfucker does fairy houses to a motherfucking exact science. Oh, yeah. So anybody dealing with that or need a fairy house, I'll put you in contact with him. But she said when she did his reading, which was profound, uh, he knew and retained a lot from class, which 
she gave him a shout out. Now I remember when he, I remember he sitting where you sat in class, which is across from me. So all I did was look at that motherfucker's face during class and then go, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, nigga, tell it. Yeah, nigga. So I'm like, well, we'll see. So evidently, that shit was good shit for Mario Polk. She gave us, she could, who? Kimberly. She said another sister named Kimberly who took the class. She said there's a few, but this is lately because we were talking today. Kimberly who took the class. I, and she, she, if she just got her reading, she knows who I'm talking about. She said also retained a, a, a amazing amount of life changing information from taking uh, uh, taking my class. Kamani, when I talked to him, you know what I'm saying, uh, brother Eliah, that is. When I talked to the brother Eliah, he, he everybody know I've been calling him Kamani Eliah since we begin. So everybody know that nigga is Kamani Eliah. When I've been talking to that brother, and I'm going to let him speak now before we continue with Magical Entities about some of the stuff that he's been doing once he took the class, it actually blows me away. It actually blows me away. So my brother Eliah, who has taken the class, P. Nicole Gills has taken the class too, so we'll hear from her. She signed off? Yeah, she had to go. Did D. Saxon come in? Because yeah, she said she was coming too. Did, did you unmute her too? Uh, yeah, she's unmuted. Okay, all right. So we'll we'll talk to her too. She also took the class. But let's talk to the brother Elias. I'm gonna let you explain in your own words what this class has done for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's up? Since I took the class, uh, which was last year, um, like the from the April session, um, I think it ran as usual. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just playing. It was March. It was March before started. But um, uh, uh, once I got into class, and you know, keep in mind, I've been studying various different types of spiritual information since like '96. And what it did for me was it gave me applicable shit that I could apply daily. So it wasn't just like you know, go home and meditate type shit. It was okay. You know, if, if you want to tap into fairies, here's what you do. If if you want to, you know what I'm saying, multiply some money in your life, here's what you do. If you want to get, you know, shit for, you know, if you want to get some more pussy, here's what you do. If you want to meet, meet your queen, here's what you do. So, I mean, it was just a, a, a whole a plethora of information from the first class on. And, of course, you know, I can't break down everything that goes on in class, but nonetheless, it's something that completely transform uh, my, my magical abilities. The things that was happening after I took the class was just uh, uh, crazy, you know, from uh, uh, money manifesting in my life to uh, to meeting people out of nowhere. Just, you know, I remember, in fact, I had always said to myself, you know, as a nigga, sometimes you'd be like, man, I ain't never been with this type of girl, that type of girl, and and. I used to think to myself, man, I ain't never been with 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 with, with, with no chick that speaks Spanish or no Hispanic chick. And after I took magic or pants class, all of a sudden I'm out. I meet one out of nowhere, and shit goes down just that quickly. I didn't even think about it, but it was something that was in my subconscious that just was able to come out because of all the magic I was activating, and that happened in every way. You know what I'm saying? Like I work in 
in sales, and I made up my own little, uh, you know, magic formula for, for, for producing some money and had my biggest month of the year that May, and I took the class in April. So shit was just popping off uh, really, really in every, every way. Um, and also, I started writing my book, and the book was – from where it is now to, you know, how I had it laid out before the class, I'd say it was like about 30% there. But then once I was able to basically revamp the whole thing, um, it, it changed my ability to, to to explain about how the spirit should be leading you about your soul and how that integrates with money. So versus being all about money, it changed to, you know, listen to your spirit first and then your spirit's going to guide you to how to get that money right. Right, and the money you know, you. And, you know, and, and that, that money just starts to basically manifest in your life because your spirit wants you to be paid, you know, the bottom line, you know what I'm saying? Your spirit don't want you to walk around, you know, like you ain't got shit. I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying, we 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 guys and we guys. So why why should you walk around like you, ain't, like you can't have this stuff? So, uh all of that popped off when I took the class, which was, you know, phenomenal. And for me, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy because it was like, man, I've been going around all these years thinking I was on some shit. And then I was real happy when I found out about the class. It was like, man, finally something new, something I can, you know, tap into. And the class went beyond my expectations. Um, you know, uh, and then of course me and Tang just became cool. You know what I'm saying? And now, 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 now we homeboys and kick it, but. You know, nonetheless, that that class was the shit. If you listen to this call and you ain't taking it, you definitely need to get on that class. Uh, it'll put you on a whole another level. That's me. <laughs> 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 he could just say, especially if you get a read before you get a read. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that just help. Hey, everybody, what's happening? Um. Like I was saying, if you you know if you can get take Planet's class before my reading, that's always it always is a big help. If not, you know of course we can work with it. Um, since we're on the topic of readings, for those of you that have purchased a reading, I said it uh, a few weeks ago. Um, if you purchase a reading and you have not received your reading yet, please check your spam email. I'm finding that a lot of people, uh, my emails are going to their spam. So I don't want people to purchase a reading and not get their readings, okay? So we have to work it out, so make sure to email me. And my email is Sambi Massage, that is spelled S-A-M-E-D-I-M-A-S-S-A-G-E, Massage, Sambi Massage at Hotmail.com. And I'll get to you all as soon as I can, okay? Um, another thing uh, I wanted to mention is uh, some of you all that have got your readings, some of you all know that, you know, the experiences that you all are, <clears throat> excuse me, having in those readings are extremely very profound, and I absolutely love to do the Akashic readings because sometimes myself I'm like, wow, what is, <laughs> what just happened? You know, it's just such a profound spiritual experience. And, again, not to, you know, this ain't no sales tactic or none of that bullshit. We don't operate that way. But when I do say this is true spiritual work, y'all, it truly is, Okay. So I would love to hear from y'all and, um, you know, just wishing everybody the best. Um, also, uh, mentioning the classes that I'm preparing, hopefully I'll roll those out in September, okay? 
websites rolling out as well. Right now, you know, I have all my uh, readings and definitions are, are through the occult website, you know, occult lectures website right now. But I will have uh, my own uh, e- website soon, shortly, and we'll just let y'all know as soon as that, uh, soon as that happens. And that's it for me, good peoples. Back to panic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kadija. Kadija, like uh, when she had, she worked at some job at like Weather Channel or, or one of them, and uh, you know when you know they had the voicemail. And they, the voicemail says your name, but you know the voicemail always says a name Kadija instead of Khadija. so that became my pet name. Hey Kadija, <laughs> I don't think she even knows I be doing. Hey Kadija, she be like, what's up, nigga? So that's a that's a that when she gets fancy, which is often now. Kadija is in the building. <laughs> my Kadija. So Kadija, I don't think y'all niggas could call her. Y'all don't don't y'all try to be funny. Hey Kadija, <laughs> oh y'all so crazy. <laughs> she might not dig that. That's the pet house name. So, all right. So now that we got that out the way, I'm a, also I'm gonna create a new class as well, and the class is gonna be uh, communicating. A, a, a course strictly on communicating with spirits. How to do how to do that there. Is D Saxy she in the building? Yes, sir. Oh, D Saxy, give your shout out for the night. Somebody asked for your email again. They couldn't hear you last time, so uh give out your email and quickly if you like, tell them what changed for you when you took the classes. I certainly will. Okay, my right. email is S U N D A N U seven one at gmail dot com. S U N D A N U seven one at gmail dot com. Sounds good. Now, because I've never asked you really what's happened to you after you've taken the classes, so uh, I'm actually interested in hearing. Well, not to get too deep, but I can just tell you, you know, I have been, you know, following and listening and studying since about ninety two, ninety three. Like I was I was there when, when Bobby Hammett first started lecturing over at Black mm-hmm. Media on Cascade Road in Southwest Atlanta. And mm-hmm. I had no idea about anything. It was a gradual process for me, and over the years, I, I listened, I followed, and I could just never make the connection to bring it on home for me. Mm. Wow. I, I understood it. I, I I could grasp it, but I could not make the connection for myself. But once I took the class, I was able – it just brought it home for me. It removed the fear first and foremost. Once I, mm. I was able to get past the fear, because you know how, you know, it's, mm. most of us come from the religious background and everything, and then on top of that, you put some movies and all that Hollywood shit, you be scared of everything. So right. once I removed all of that, I was able to, to grasp the concept. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. what seemed so advanced, it, it became simplified. And right. so... 
it it just kind of it just kind of brought it home for me. So now I'm able to to read and meditate, and then I can I can apply it mm-hmm. in my own life. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it did for me. That's what it did mm-hmm. for me. So so it just it just took it to another level for me. But okay. you know. That's good to hear. And actually thinking about I remember you did tell me that. Yeah. You did start you told me at least a little bit of that. I forgot when you came, you told me you've been watching Bobby since the beginning. Yeah. I said, Oh, this is gonna be a challenge. This is gonna be a challenge. Let's see if I could do something to make an impact and I was glad I did. And you did and now that I remember you did have this conversation with me. You did get a chance yeah. to tell me that. So but it's like it's humbling to me. I'm not even arrogant with it. It's humbling me to to be able to do that for black people. You know what I'm saying? To be able just to add something that that uh uh that can just it can bridge it together because that's in my mind that's my goal. I'm trying to help to demystify it to to make it plain for niggas to make them to be able to put together stuff that's actually already in their mind because Bobby's been talking to him for 20 years about it. So, but I, what I started to find out was um, what I what what I've been starting to find out is that uh, Bobby uh, 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 did so much informational work, but there was never a guy for practical applications. The most exciting person, person who was excited the most that I started doing classes was Bobby. He was like, I've been lecturing so much that I never could do classes. He said, some motherfucker needed to do classes. I said, well, actually, C. Freeman now came to me and said he wants me to do classes and he's going to give me the fucking curriculum. The curriculum that I have for my class was channeled from C. Freeman now. And that same weekend, I went in the store and seen this tall, exceptionally big dude that looked exactly like C. Freeman. I stopped in Publix and was just stopped in the aisle. So I knew he was. I knew that was him. He came through. I said with the curriculum, and see, C. Freeman L. used to do classes in Atlanta. Come on, I took some of his classes right there in Black Media. Damn, D, I forgot, D-Sad, you are OG, nigga. Yes, I took some of his classes. And I'm you talking, are OG. Bobby, Bobby used to do, we used to be in lectures 8, 9, 10 hours. I'm talking about we get there at right. 12, 12 o'clock at night before the lecture is over. Right, so, there so we go. That's old school shit. It's the same. I realize that you guys were saying you're saying the same thing, but you just you just simplified it. You you split. You explain it to a different mindset because that's what Bobby would constantly tell me. It's not what I told him. He would tell me, like for instance, he said niggas want to hear a lecture about ODB. He called me and said, "I'm gonna need you to do that." He said, "That's not even from my era. That's not even conducive to my era." Right. I'm going to need you to do that. I was like, oh, challenge? I got this. And that's that's probably one of my one of my favorite top tens. And because it is all channeled information and 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 you know, you live up to your mentor. Do the work, boy. <laughs> and, like, and you know what I'm saying? You come back with it 
I hear nothing but good things about that old dirty bastard lecture. What a, you, you get a golden star, boy. So uh, you get a golden star, nigga. <laughs> One of those things. Y'all all right? <laughs> so like, so in my mind, uh, he would be the one telling me, uh, uh, and then I, many people started telling me, I want to be conscious, but I didn't want to say hotel, beloved. I didn't want to say we're dashiki. I just wanted to be the same nigga I was. So you showed me you could still wear all the same hip hop, talk the same way, and be conscious. So that my image alone was a bridge for a lot of brothers you would who would who just said nah I'm, I I understand that this is interesting but I don't want to be right. Islam brother the hotel brother you know that damn near half a dress brother they still want to be hip hop and be conscious for a lot of thug niggas show up in my house for class yeah nigga I'm like I do not want this nigga in my motherfucking house you know what I'm saying. One nigga took the class, then brung some other hood niggas in, talking about they ready to take the class. I had to tell this nigga, yo, word to your mother, get the fuck out of my house. So, the niggas came, put the money in my hands, and take your fucking money back. You and this bitch got to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga came in the house, said, yo, El Cristo Negro. Oh, that's a funny name. I said, get the fuck out. Fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Get the fuck out of my house. You know what I'm saying? It's like going in the in the church, going, "Oh shit, Jesus is white." <laughs> what? Get the fuck out the church. I was like, "Nigga, get the fuck out the church." And like, he was my son's age. He was still talking shit. I said, "Look, dude, I'm too old. I will shoot you in your fucking abdomen. Get the fuck out." And if my son was here, my son would have whipped his fucking ass. So I'm glad he wasn't here. You know what I'm saying? But my younger son was here. He's about peace. Hey, we can't we all just get along? He's that dude. <laughs> Our other son would have fucking broke that, beat the sleeves off this nigga. So the original dude who brung him, y'all apologize or that. Can the girl take your class? Said no, nigga. You already don't fuck that up. Don't you nigga sitting in my house, shitting on my toilet and all the rest of that stuff? Like, nah, I ain't gonna get it. So there's some thug niggas, but that dude when he took the class, he was one of the dudes that said. The language that you speak, he said, I can't hear nobody else. He said, and Bobby was the only one that they could fuck with. You know what I'm saying? They could bridge it, but they really couldn't. They they couldn't see themselves in him, even though they could hear his message. So yeah. I think a lot of younger dudes could see themselves. There's a lot of older people, like older conscious ladies, old school. They'll come to me and go. You know, I've been beating consciousness in my kids' head forever. And she said, my kids, a few ladies to old ladies, my sons and daughters and them, grandchildren come up to me and say, you got to listen to Brother Panic, Grandma. I'm like, no, they didn't play this foul mouth-cussing Negro for you. Old ladies be, oh, yeah, I listen. So I start apologizing. Well, you know, I don't mean to curse so much. I just, you know, I... He say, what? Me and this bitch be listening to you. I'm like, damn, these grandmas is ill. So, so, but they tell me a lot that their kids can hear the message that they was trying to, uh, that their grandmothers and moms was trying to give them for years because they have semi-consciousness. They'll hear this particular hip-hop-ish dialogue, and they'll be telling their grandmother, you got to check out Brother Penny, you got to check out Brother Penny. So I know my style serves a purpose, 
And the purpose is, which was always in my mind, to just make it plain for folks. When I was listening to Bobby for all those years, I was like, he's talking a lot of powerful shit, but I wasn't getting from him a how-to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my intentions, as it's always been, as it is tonight, how to, how to, how to. So that's that's been going on the way, and that's where there's a need. That's where it becomes different from me just repeating stuff that was already revealed to you by Bobby. So, so when you say what you said tonight, that makes it all worth it. You were able to bridge some things, make some things plain, because that's my intention. And I didn't even see that intention. Bobby was the one who kept telling me, I'm not going to, he just said, I vow to never do blog talk again. You must do it. I'm like, nigga, what? He said, you. Nigga, you went to computer school, nigga. I'm like, how are you connecting that to that? But in his mind, and he would always say this, when your time is up, your time is up. He said, I'm not going to sit around and talk to a bunch of folks not from my era. When your era's up and nobody wants to hear you, or 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 you out or you out past your time. That's what the spirit is saying. So he was willing to shut it down like he was, and this is before he got sick. Mm-hmm. He was willing to shut it down like he was, and you know he basically was saying that internet era. I don't even like computers. I don't have a computer. I don't know shit about it. You heard him. Punch mm-hmm. this in on your computer. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll tell me about a website. Go to www dot L O G slash slash star F U R slash W W dot slash backspace. I'm like, nigga, just tell me what the goddamn thing is and I'll Google the shit. Creating magical entities. Yeah, that's the book is on Amazon three ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, all right. See, he was what I liked about him. He was a, he he was easily adaptable. See, because they're from an era when there was no Amazon, so all a lot of books he would bring up. Oh man, you ain't gonna find that. You can't get that. So, right. what's the name of the book? They got thirty on Amazon. How many you want? <laughs> hmm. So after a few tries of that. It wasn't, you ain't going to get this. He'd be like, panic. Go on Amazon and punch in this. <laughs> yeah, they got three. They got two. That one's this. That one's that. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to need one of those. <laughs> I said, I got you, nigga. Like, so he was, he he moved on. He's, instead of saying, they ain't got that no more. It's out of print. He would say, see if that's on Amazon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he was real adaptable. He was not a stuck nigga by no no means, not even scientific. Just as a guy, he was so flexible, you know what I'm saying? He he was like he, he one time this we was in some uh store, uh Seven Nanda out here, which is like a health food store. Some niggas was recognized cuz I was with them. Brother Bobby, Brother Bobby, how Sister Eleonora? Hmm, you know Sister Eleonora had this. Uh, oh, wow. Time, I'm like, this nigga just know everybody. But low enough, we sit down eating some health bars, and some nigga noticed 
both of us. Brother Bobby, oh, shit. And then he was a younger dude, so he really went eight when he see me. <laughs> Brother Panic, I was just listening to you. Now, for the first time, and I think uh, maybe the only motherfucking time, in that moment, there was a bigger reaction for Panic than Bobby. So this is some shit I wish I would have taped and put on YouTube type shit. But sitting across from Bobby, as I was looking at his face, in in the realm of jealousy, in the realm of I'm supposed to be bigger, I'm Bobby, not a flinch. In fact, I seen pride in his face when this dude was going ape over me. He just sat back and just finished eating that nugget bar we was eating. There's some good nugget bar, Panic. And... And I don't think I was expecting that. Well, I wasn't expecting that situation, nor do it really matter to me. But, because that dude fucked it up. At, let's say it did matter. He fucked it up at the end. He pulled, I'm leaving that. You take care of Brother Bobby. I said, shut the I wanted to say, shut the fuck up, nigga. What do you think? I'm just roll his ass in the goddamn sewage? The fuck you think is going on here? Well, you, there's no need to say that. But you just felt he needed something to say to be loved, I guess, or to show love. Was the point, he would have fucked it up then if any of that shit mattered. You know what I'm saying? If any of that shit mattered. So niggas always fuck up a good thing anyway. But what it showed me in that moment was nothing in him really was showboating or needed to be that nigga. I can't begin to tell you in hindsight the hundreds of ways he would push me to lecture. Because I wasn't with it. I was lecturing in the beginning. I said, fuck that shit. That sounds stupid. Let me go study. And then I fell in love with studying. And that's when Bobby really respected my study game. And that's when we became cool as study buddies. I don't want to even say study buddies because he was way more advanced. As, But I know he respected me as someone to bounce real information off, not just someone who's asking him questions all the time, someone who's dedicated and studying, saying, Bobby, I'm studying this. You ever come across this? What do you think about this? And out of his respect, he would be like, well, if you're studying, let's say, creating magical entities, get a book, get a book called this, book, the, that. If he was able to explain the authors and where they stood in on the food chain, where they get the information from. Well, this one studied on the Crowley. This one was with Crowley. In the book Polaria, The Gift of the White Stone, I was trying to get the guy's name, this guy who took the OT over last week, Kenneth Grant. So if you listen to last week's show, I was trying to get that name. The guy, R.H. Mueller is, or T.H. Mueller, is Kenneth Grant, who made that book Polaria, The White Stone. Just came to me. So Bobby would say, like in creating magical entities, he would give me the lineage. So he would support my study more than dominated or always having something to say about it. And a lot of things with channeling, we would come in together. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a big deal. So I know he had an extreme amount of love for seeing someone in such a way who became close with him as a reaction to his work and possibly someone who could add their own two cents, which I believe is happening, towards the situation which he 
actually blaze through. So I can see now a lot of his phone time with me because he's seen what was starting to happen. He wanted me to get a good foundation or a grounding in some of what he was doing and and understanding that I would be my own individual as well. That's what made him perfect. He was not pushing, not saying nothing, not expecting nothing, but I could see in hindsight he was kind of saying, this shit is going to Internet and ain't got nothing to do with me. But it seems to have a lot to do with you. So he was suddenly pushed. Like one time, I don't know if I told this, but we was on blog talk. Well, I'm talking to him on the phone. He's like, I got to go. I got to do a radio show. He's doing this for about a year. Then finally I find out it's blog talk. I'm like, nigga, what? Nigga, that's everybody can join. He, he thought it was regular radio the whole time. I said, nigga, I can join tonight. What's the name of the show? And so he told me something on the show. So I said, I'm going to get this nigga back for that. So he's doing the show. So there was something that we was just studying that I know he ain't heard yet because we was about to break this down. So it was called Pinaline, which was an aspect of DMT in the pineal. So I, I, I typed in the chat room, ask Bobby Hemmett what Pinaline is. Like I said, man had no ego. I don't know what that is. Pinaline, I never heard it. Ask the person what it has to do, give them some more information. So I said it has to do with the pineal gland. He said, I don't know. He said, who's asking the question? And so they say, uh, panic? He said, brother panic? He said, oh, God damn it. He said, you know something? This phone is about to die. He said, <laughs> he said I got another phone cooking, so I'm about to switch phones. Y'all talk to panic. Get you, get you, Hello, Brother Panic. So, can you answer this question? Word is born. I'm ass naked, brown cake mix on my chest. Uh-huh. Oh, you good? Uh, um, okay. And the nigga was gone for a minute. Then came back. All right. I'm about to say, this nigga got me back. Put me on the spot with this shit. Know what I'm saying? So, uh, so uh, you know, he, he was a funny nigga like that, too. He was a real funny nigga. And, um... But he was always subtly, he said it straight, you need to take this shit over. I'm like, nah, them niggas ain't ready. <laughs> I can't do it. But eventually it went like it went. So I mean, he must have seen something. So all of that little nut squeezing, <laughs> just to say, when you say things like that or people say things like that, when Brother Eliah <laughs> says things like that, that makes it worth it for me. You know what I mean? People learn. I get emails all the time. Changed my life and did this. That's really what it's about. So I feel content with what I'm doing and satisfied. I still get some some weirdos that email me. You know what I'm saying? My first thing is, well, here's your money back. Don't come around here no more. You know what I'm saying? But some black people are still crazy. You can't save them all. You can't be crazy fire them all. But it's good when I hear people do what they do. Uh, so it's good to be sexy. Um, you still working on that little cookie thing, and if y'all need show ideas, talk to D. Saxy. Since we're starting out the show, what we got the girls doing now is taking show ideas. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about methods for decoding movies and such like that. I'm not going to decode a particular movie because we could be here all day. People are sending them, decode this movie and that movie. We'll be doing this all day. 
Maybe I'll decode some movies that I feel like in the future, but I think a better show is teaching you how to get some basic ideas of decoding. So I think I'll go through that. Later, the girls' roles will be, I'm sure, as the show develops, their roles, Elias' role, my role, will develop more. But for now, they're taking show ideas. We're going to blast some shows. And we're going to uh, find people for our show. So Dr. Leem is already like, nigga, I heard the show. I'm ready. I said, we're going to do a few weeks with Brother Panic to establish the show. Then we're going to have Dr. Leem, nutritionist, whatever y'all want to hear. Give the show ideas to P. Nicole or D. Saxy. Email them. And uh, for those of y'all that heard about those pot cookies, keep hope alive. Email D. Saxy and uh, see, and see, and she'll let you know if it's a go. All right, so let's finish up on magical entities. I'm going to take a few questions. I already said the show wasn't going to be that long, but that's already fucked up. But see, I ain't, I ain't zoned the fuck out like I was last time, see. We could talk for five hours, but we talking. I ain't going to be zoning like last week. That shit right there got me a dream full of homos. You know what I'm saying? Strike it up. So I ain't trying to get there tonight. And them motherfuckers were relentless. I've been in bed kicking my feet. Ah, stop. Everything was get off. Get away. They had all fucking cross colors. It was just crazy. That was the shit. Strike it up. So, <laughs> I'm going to end it with creating magical entities. So, you want to, we already discussed how to create these entities, why to create these entities, the scholarship on creating these entities, creating magical entities, David Michael Cunningham, a complete guide to entity creation. And ultimately, I would say feeding these entities. These motherfuckers like candy. They like what you like. They drink what you drink. So you want to give them life. So you need to see them as somebody that exists. You need to speak to them as someone who is standing right next to you and tell them what you need. Tell them how you want. Tell them, let them do what they do. See, if I needed a motorcycle ride to get a dollar and I have a friend Elia who drives a motorcycle who the fuck am I going to call my motorcycle friend to deal with my motorcycle issues so I'm going to say Elia I have a problem I need to have a motorcycle to get this dollar and I'm going to ask him because he has that skill right he wouldn't even take offense to that he would say, oh, nigga, I got you. I do this every day. This is what I do. You feel what I'm saying? You got to look at it like that. If I create a magical entity to give me money, you talk to him like a friend, and his answer is, this is what I do. The problem is y'all asking Oshun for money. That's not what she does. Y'all asking Oshun to find you lovers in a place where that entity wasn't even created to find you the fuckery that you're dealing with. I'm at the club, Oshun. Help me out. <laughs> that consciousness, that 
he doesn't know what the fuck that means. So if you create an entity that is born and raised in the mentality of loving hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, in a black ink mentality, that's going to serve you better to find you a motherfucker through the muck and mire that you have to deal with. In other words, the idea, the idea is for you to create entities more suited for your particular configuration. That's the idea. And you do that, and you will be able to call on these friends the same way you call on Liar for his motorcycle, these friends for everything. You can make an entity that is has no other job but to to help you get the correct amount of meat on a hero at Walmart in the correct amount of mustard. That's how small and irrelevant this can be. You don't have to be all dramatic. I want you to understand that. Or you can give it dramatic as a motherfucker. But what we need to understand, black people who've been trying to get this white man off his game, you can make pantheons of armies to fuck them up. Let me say that again. You can create pantheons of armies to fuck them up. See, we did... Y'all niggas just don't know how much energy is available. Terracotta warriors. We don't know what the terracotta warriors are. The terracotta warriors came on this came online the same time they dropped that movie. That's why they dropped it. The third mummy movie when they was in Egypt with Jet Li. And they did all that in the movie to shut down the terracotta warriors. They was doing that because the terracotta warriors are ancestors. Come on, man. Y'all niggas ain't ready. You tap into that terracotta, you have a straight warrior army with you. Y'all niggas don't know. We got that. Me and Bobby, I told y'all, we went that work. I told you that story about General Chang last week. We went and did that work. I went to his world and said, nigga, are you with us? He said, throw down your ego at the door. I threw it down, and he came as a white man and said, I ain't telling you nothing, nigga. And I said, hey, baby, you got this. And that was my test. And then the next day when Bobby got up, his cats, Siamese cats, came and died in front of his house. He was like, what's up with that, nigga? We need to, you know, he's, cause I was deep in the channel, man. Channel that shit, man. I said, nigga, that was him laying his sword and his life down for you. We got the energy. And then he had nothing but Chinese food cravings and was going crazy in the house. Linda said, I had to make this nigga some authentic Chinese food just to shut him up. It was why I just remember that. He couldn't eat for, for a couple of weeks. He could eat nothing but Chinese food. They don't want General They got a whole documentary on Netflix about General Tasso's chicken. Oh, it is wonderful. <laughs> you got to watch this shit. Nigga, I did nothing but eat General Tasso's chicken after this. They made that, they did the, the sweet, salty, sweet, and salty chicken meat. This documentary, damn near mind control. 
He said Bobby was eating nothing. Linda said she was she had to pull out a wok to cook his food. You know what I'm saying? Stir frying shit up. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to watch my nigga, what you want? Duck sauce, soy sauce, duck sauce, duck sauce, soy sauce. Yo, Bobby said to niggas, Bobby would say some ill shit to niggas. And know what was funny? When we would talk, he would formulate that shit on the phone with me and then say it to niggas. It was funny. He just called me one day, so you panic. You ever notice niggas eat duck sauce, but you ain't never seen the nigga eat a duck? <laughs> yeah, nigga. He said, why the fuck ain't niggas eating ducks? See, that's what's wrong with niggas. Niggas don't try nothing else. Niggas going to try duck sauce, but not eat no fucking duck. You know what I'm saying? You can send me an election where he was saying that shit to niggas. I'm like, nigga, you be saying some wild shit. Like, his mastery over a crowd, I seen him win niggas over. I'll see him get in front of a lecture and just peruse the crowd, right? And then there's always somebody sitting with their arms folded because their friend brung them. I seen a chick sitting in the front row with her arms folded. I seen him just disarm her. He came close on and said, you know, son, I need you to tell me something. See, because I was in Detroit and my zipper came down, so I did half a lecture with my dick out. And those people said nothing. So if my dick come out, would you tell me? And she just started laughing so hard. I said, I, he was literally working that crowd. A master lecturer, you know what I'm saying? A master lecturer. So I got to get, I'm, I'm in a Bobby props mode today. But well, when we got those terracotta warriors, like I said, this nigga became damn near Chinese. Oh, you want sauce? You want sauce? He became that nigga. And like I said, I went to that world. So we knew we had that power. We tapped into a Genghis Khan. See, y'all niggas been so busy trying to talk to fucking Mayotte and them niggas. Y'all talking to the wrong niggas, nigga. We was trying to bring up Hitler and them niggas, you know what I'm saying? We was tapping into them niggas. Stalin and Hitler find out some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Genghis Khan and them niggas. General Chang, real power. You niggas, oh, oh, reciprocity and, and balance and hotel. Nigga, you, nigga, nigga, stop that. Get on some shit, nigga. Nigga, get on some shit, nigga. Oh, shucky ducky. Let's talk to Hannibal, nigga. Nat Turner. Sojourner Truth. <laughs> get on it, nigga. There's so many more interesting niggas to, to get in get in this information. So even though y'all niggas ain't doing it, we're helping you out. We got in Genghis Khan energy. That's around the time Tara and them came through. So you, so it was coming through with either me or both of us, or if it came through, we dealt with it, and then you would hear Bobby lecture a lot about this shit because it was what was on our plates at the time. And pretty much since we talked all the time, it was a lot of what was going on in that time period that he was speaking lectures about. And so when he was talking about Tara, it was because we was fucking with Genghis Khan. Coming through, Shaka Khan, Shaka Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Who's coming through with this? So all that energy is there. We know regular black folks ain't tapping into it. They looking at it when that Chang, that General Chang. If I'm saying his name right, but it's the one that was played by Jet Li in the movie, 
and all you have to look at is the terracotta warriors, whoever's tomb they was buried in, General Shang or Chang or some shit like that. And uh, we, uh, what am I about to say about that shit? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. I was just about to say something. Y'all know I always lose my train of thought. I'm going to sit over on this motherfucking side, though, because I think it's time for Q&A on you niggas. I think we talked enough. Just want to see what this chat room is looking like. Uh, so, uh, Q&A. Oh, you, oh, one other thing. One other thing. See a grant. He's here. And, yes, I was talking to you earlier, and that's all I'm going to say. Nigga, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You can channel my nigga. Oh, Visa is here. Is she on the phone? No, she's in the chat room. Oh, I would have loved to get her ass on the phone. Green Giant. (laughs) Green Giant. Now, one other thing I guess we should talk about, the sexual with entities. Because sexual energy is a definitely a food source for your entity. You want a book called uh, Sexual Alchemy. Ah, shit. Let me go get it. It's by David Tyson. Let me go get it so I can get you the full title of this. Now, Donald Tyson, right, sure enough. What's interesting is a liar's brother, because that book is out of print, so you maybe have to... Hunt for it or look for it on PDF. It's called, uh, one second, Elias Brother actually gave it to me when I was saying, oh, I can't get that book, I've been looking for it, because Bobby said, Yo, see if you can get this book by Donald Tyson. And uh, it's called Sexual Alchemy. And the book is called Sexual Alchemy, Magical Intercourse with Spirits by Donald Tyson. That's Sexual Alchemy. Magical Intercourse with Spirits by Donald Tysons. So if you could hunt that down and get it. Ironically, Elias' brother gave it to me years before I knew Elias. So I knew his brother, who's also conscious. I don't know if all three of them are conscious, which I'm going to go back down and ask him now. All three are conscious? All three of his brothers are conscious. That says a lot within itself. So his brother, who I actually really liked, you know what I'm saying? This, you know, he was one of them dudes that wasn't pestering, kind of knew his shit. He had actually the same disposition as Elijah, which one of the dudes who took my class, I liked immediately. That's why I guess we cool now, because I liked him immediately. But his brother had the same vibe. I haven't met his third brother, who's probably just as cool but he just said, I'll send it to you, send it for free, didn't ask for nothing, and I still have that book. And um, But in it, it takes it to another, it, it focuses on the area of how to deal with the entities that you create and use your sex organs as a food source and a, and a power source for them. 
So that's a good book to get. But basically, you can masturbate to them. All you're really doing is focusing on it. You use the sexual fluids on any of the sigils or the objects you create or whatever. So you use the sexual fluids creatively, but it's really about the thought. Bobby Hammond did a lecture be called, called Sexual Kung Fu. I think it's on my uh, YouTube. My YouTube is Occult Lectures. So look for occult lectures, the same as my website on YouTube, where you will. All you got to do is just Google Brother Panic, and you'll find occult lectures because most of my work is under my own YouTube, and I have a few Bobby lectures, and the one called Sexual Kung Fu is the one where he talks about sex with entities, how he had, uh, how you can have sex. <laughs> you say you ain't right, Visa. And uh, sex with entities. Okay, Sia Grant said, "Oh yeah, that's what's up, Penny." You I, and I know you know what I'm talking about. And um, I think that's on you. That's who I was talking about. And he says, "Funny, Pat, oh, but uh, a botanical escapes." You said it's funny. I brought up the Green Giant. Why is it funny? Green Giant, ain't your mama right? Like, uh, so. In Sexual Kung Fu, he talks about how women masturbated their way into houses. So he goes into the detail in a lecture format from someone you know uh, about sex with entities. So that's another aspect of creating a magical, magical entity, sexual. Now, of the incubus and the succubus, good question. Not real. Not real in the, in the, in the context of you should be scared of them. If you actually look at the Wikipedia understanding the succubus, it'll tell you Europeans made it up. So that's some shit they didn't understand. Now, that phenomenon, because you got to remember, vagina, vortex. But here's the trick. A penis is a vortex, too. It's just a vortex going uh, clockwise. The vagina counterclockwise. You get what I'm saying? Um, so because you're always giving out energy. That's why God's always trying to hand out some dick. And the woman makes the choice and receives. So these vortexes are spiritual havens. So based upon your thought of what's going on that time, of, or you just letting your guard down or your aura down or your shield of Jesus down, which is your aura, you may have something attached to that ass feeding I just let it eat, baby. <laughs> just let it eat, baby. You know what I'm saying? I wore this sucker bitch out. I was like, yeah, nigga, you want what? Nigga, what? You say, you? oh, that's what you want to do. So let's do it. And banged it out. And it was actually someone, an ancestor that I knew. I'm not going to say no names. An ancestor that I knew. I was like, oh, all she really did different besides having an encounter, which I had many encounters with spirits, was be able to stay and attach for an alchemical thing. So it's a lot, it's draining a lot of energy, but what you get out of it. See, not understanding that, it becomes vampiric and this, that, the other. Uh, and most of it becomes vampiric because no one knows how to actually call on that or when it shows up, how to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And and that's really the case. So it became this law of something could attack you. If you look at the textbook reason, 
this incubus is incubus is the guy, succubus is the girl. And there's vampires well, niggas who pretend to be vampires who name themselves incubus. There was a nigga <laughs> there's a nigga I knew who called himself Incubus. What's your name? I am Incubus. He was on the train and he had a it's like the vampire shit. This is a whole vampire community. They drink each other's blood and everything. Oh no, that's that's a thing like the Moors, <laughs> like the New Obians and the Moors. There's the vampires, nigga. They're in that. There's an author called Constantanos, and you could tell he was one of them goth dudes. And he and but he's done a vampire book. Now there's another book called Blood Magic by Seth, I think it is. It's corny. Real stupid. You could tell he was just a white boy who likes to cut himself. So now he put the occult in it so everything becomes cutting yourself for magical entities in this book. And <laughs> but all this comes from this vampiric lifestyle. You know, when I worked at Roadrunner Records, the rock label, we had a vampire who worked there. She used to take pictures, <sighs> selfies, like, <sighs> with the fangs, with capes and shit. And then she was with another nigga, and, you know, they would just, you know, suck each other's blood. It was just wild. You know what I'm saying? Get a little blood, do a little fucking, get a little blood. And um, so there's real vampire-ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> now, <laughs> there's real vampire-ass niggas. So, uh, uh, oh, I I used to meet female deities all the time. Fuck them in my dreams. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so there's a whole vampire blood thing got going on here. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't just the Moors and the New Obians and the Five Percenters. <laughs> Oh, all the true blood going on out there. Wolves and shit. I've ran with a pack tonight. So, uh, how did I bring that up? Uh, I don't know. All right, so, 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 okay, I used to be on the train, and a nigga had green eyes with a cape on. You know, I see him from time to time on the train. Oh, why you got that on? My name is Incubus. I'm like, Nigga, you making that up, nigga. Your voice don't go like that, nigga. And them with contacts, motherfucker. And them teeth you can get at the store in the village. Cut the bullshit, Incubus. I am Incubus. And girls, oh, Incubus. This is a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Nigga had extensions in his hand and everything. Looking like goddamn Nick Ashford. <laughs> Yo, y'all niggas don't know. <laughs> Yo, y'all niggas, y'all niggas don't know. I went to Nick, my man. I I was my man. I used to produce for a rap group back in the '80s. Super Lover C, Casanova, Rudd had a couple of New York kids. Do the James girls. I got them locked. So it was throwback in the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? So we went. They were performing. So it's like old times' sake. Let's all get together. You know, all the old groupies and all the old niggas. All right, I'ma come. I go, we go to Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson's place. Know what I'm saying? So he's doing this shit. I couldn't get over Nick Ashford in them. So he's talking to Nick Ashford, so he's feeling big again. I'm like, look, that nigga look like, <laughs> that nigga look 
look like fucking vampire in Brooklyn, son. Like, the nigga, he was like, yo, man, they wrote a lot of songs. You know, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. You know, Ain't No Valley Wide Enough. I said, them niggas look like they wrote Monster Mash, kid. <laughs> he did the Monster Mash. Yeah, 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 this shit was real silky. Yeah, he did. He was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. That's it, Valerie. He did the monster mash. Or he looked like he wrote, In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Weemawack, weemawack. I'm a do it. I'm day, <laughs> the Lion King is born. Akuna Matana. So I'm like, this nigga just would not talk about it. I'm like, nigga, you got to acknowledge this. Then he said, yeah, he do look like a vampire. He said, I think Valerie Simpson is like the hook. Like, she'll go out on the street, you get hooked, and he swarms down on you. It's me, Nick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nick probably in this going, what, motherfucker? Oh, I'm free now, nigga. I'm about to... Ain't no mountain high enough for I'm about to monster mash that ass. He was a graveyard smash. My monster... Oh, he stopped bullshitting this motherfucker. It was a graveyard smash. <laughs> <laughs> he did the monster... <laughs> Damn, yo, dying. <laughs> he did the monster mash. <laughs> so, let's get, let's get something going here. Uh, what was I going to say? So sex is another aspect. That's a good book. And really, during the act, especially during the moment of orgasm, you're supposed to just try to stay focused on your goal. You know what I'm saying? So whatever intention. Now, if you're with a girl or with your partner, a girl with a guy, if y'all can unify your thoughts, but your unified thoughts aren't necessary because you can masturbate your way into feeding your entities. But you do want entities around you. So in other words, to make it simple, the same way people had invisible friends, that's all you're doing, creating invisible friends. So I think we got that. So we're going to try to take a few questions, 10, 11. We went for two hours of me talking, to it, 2 and 15. So I think we'll take some questions. Let's see. I'm going to try New York because I'm – I'm going to try every New York to see if I can get my man Dane because he said he'd be listening, but he he he's, he let's see if we can get him. So I'm going to try this New York first. New York, can you hear me? New York, New York, going once, going twice. Can you dig it? New York, are you in the building? All right, that New York ain't working. I'm going to try the next New York, try to talk to my home, my kinfolk. New York number two, can you hear me? Are you there, New York number two? Just say, yeah. You, you, you. All right, New York. I hear you, brother. What parts of New York you from there, young man? From Brooklyn. Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn, my brother? Crown Heights. Crown Heights, nigga. Ain't that where Biggie from? Yeah, man. From the star. Best star. Okay. It's all good. 
How you liking the show? You got any questions for Brother Panic tonight, sir? I've been enjoying the show. I was really just like listening and just enjoying. Okay. Not dropping and shit. I have probably right. one question though. I was thinking about it earlier on. Fuck um. Basically, as a, um, mm-hmm. when you're channeling the spirits and shit, like basically what you're saying is um, all you have to do is just like think of it and like. Like a basis, like just thinking of what what you have to channel for the spirits, like you just have to dream mm-hmm. about it, or well, to create a spirit or to channel, yeah. let's say, a, uh, to create a spirit. Uh, the best way I could tell you, remember when you had, uh, how old are you, may I ask? Twenty four. Twenty four. All right, so twenty four. You're a little bit more about <laughs> the Power Rangers era, the Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles era. You know what I'm saying? You grew up with that. So, do or think back to what you did grow up with, if I'm wrong, and do you remember in your mind how when you had those action figures, you can create a whole storyline with those four turtles, let's just say, mm. as a child? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. That same energy is what you're going to now apply to your grown-up perspective on entities. So you're going to say, I need an entity to, uh, I don't know, uh, make my job feel like heaven, which mm-hmm. is actually a good one because most niggas at their job stuck. So if you ain't got a liar's book yet on how to get the fuck up out of there, you better make mm-hmm. it good until that book comes out. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, so, so let's say you need an entity. So the first thing you do is, like you would do as a child, give him a name. You get what I'm saying? And then you want to see what he looks like. Then you want to give him a story. How do you give him a story? You sit there with your mind or you talk out loud. Yeah, that nigga right there. As if you were describing your best friend. Okay. Oh, that nigga right there, he don't play. That nigga right there, you step in the way, this is going to happen. That, you know what I'm saying? You got to see that in your mind because what you're doing is giving him a character and giving him a story and giving him a personality. His personality is to save you. Mm-hmm. Then you want to do your meditations and your visualizations of that entity, and whatever problem you feel you have your job, you see him at your job eradicating it, cutting off mm-hmm. throats as he has to. Sticking his dick down throats. I have mm. entities where if some a nigga fucks with me, they go rape him. This mm. rape is happening in my mind, and it's a terrible sight to see, but shit got to go down. And then you see a nigga really fucked up after that. You sent that energy his way. Mm. So if it's certain people, certain things that are fucking with you, if it's an object fucking with you, you see him eradicating it. Then you see him sitting on top of it each time. So now when you walk in your work, you see him walking in your work with you. All visualization, all the imagination, your invisible friend, the same you had that used to go under your bed and go everywhere with you, or your blankie. See, I had a blankie. Used to go everywhere with me. Motherfuckers, parents tried to hide that shit. I had to create a new blankie. I knew how to move entities. They was mad. They threw my shit away when we went to Long Island. And I'm looking all in Long Island of friends. Where the fuck is my blank? I know I brung the shit. Say, we don't know. Now I'm grown. Oh, them bastards threw my shit away so I can't find it. Took my sister's blanket. Boom. Upgrade, baby. You know what I'm saying? 
And mm. what I did was transfer what I felt about blanket number one into blanket number two. We have the ability to do that. Mm. And that's based upon the realm of imagination, and I use the physical object. So you want to, you, you could do things like, say, how people say this is my lucky pin. You could say, my bracelet is that entity. And when I wear it, he's fully active. Mm. I don't want to wear it today because I'm going to fuck niggas up, you see. But today's a fuck nigga up day. Let me put on that bracelet and get to work. Mm. No, it's time to leave it home because you're transferring your thought form into that physical thing. Your thought form also can exist without a physical thing to hold on to and work. Send your thoughts that way. You you build that entity up with your thoughts. He's dark-skinned. He's tall. He got knives. When he talks, black shit comes out of his mouth. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you need to make a fast deity, make him a wife, too, because them niggas like pussy. You get mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a motherfucker. I got some shit that. That's the only thing in the world I say I banish you afterward because it will fuck shit up. You can go crazy with it. So you're creating this thing with your mind. You're creating this thing that the more thought you put into it, the more power you give it. You mm. put some. You put some sex into it, even more power. Sex is what creation, baby. That's how we create people. So you think that same etheric sperm or etheric vagina or that etheric orgasm gives birth to entities too, my nigga. Mm. And you that's what may happen. You jerking off a lot of lusty, and then that thing we call a succubus is actually an entity you created based upon your thoughts of lust all the time. Mm. Which is not really a, something out there that's sucking you. It's your own thoughts. Saying, give me more, because you was, you was in a, such a, a, a randy mood, jerking off all the goddamn time, fucking all the goddamn time. So that's where that comes from. So really, all you're really doing is, is uh, using your thoughts to create whatever reality. So see and visualize that thing that you created, that character with a look, going to take care of the business you designed it to do. Mm. It's the monster mash. All right, did that answer the question, brother? Yes. One more question too. Okay. Because I I I I be drinking and doing all kind of shit, but before I started getting into spirituality and shit, I was using it just to party and shit. But now, boy, when I'm getting more conscious, it's like my 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 mind going to other shit. Like now, people saying like, "Yo, you you going crazy or you you fucked up?" Like, how do how you deal with that? Good. That's well, that's a badge of honor. If you're going crazy, that means you're changing your thinking. So-called normal thinking is absolute madness. So to try to get some crazy motherfucker to think you normal is the last thing in your mind. Mm. So what I've learned to do in my thinking, let's just say, is only share it with those of like minds. Anything mm-hmm. else? I'm just I'm just at Walmart, just like you, baby. I need yeah. some frosting, cake mix, and some eggnog, just like mm-hmm. you. So nobody really has to know, or you don't have to make a point of your consciousness if you're not around people who are conducive, because you're not the crazy one. You're the mm-hmm. one who went sane. So you shouldn't be trying to blend in more than trying not to be disturbed 
by these old crazy motherfuckers. It's like mm-hmm. watching The Walking Dead. Remember the black girl? Well, I just put some zombie shit on me, and I could walk through all the zombies. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. If you that. don't know, uh, they was all hiding, running from the zombies. Zombies could smell them. But what this black woman did was put all that dead zombie shit on her, and she was walking through the zombies unseen. Yeah. Look like a zombie, act like a zombie, smell like a zombie, taste like a zombie, and then you blend in and you're able to take care of your business. Mm. But you're way more advanced than any of these crazy niggas, and you don't have a problem. They're the yeah. ones with the problem. And mm. to act dumb shouldn't be really a problem. Just talk about what they talk about if you can yeah. stand it. If not, mm. just shake your head when they start talking about Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, well, he's great. All mm. right, then. You go through a phase when you first wake up in consciousness, and that phase is like, fuck everybody, everybody get away, because you're you're beginning a new mind, so everything old becomes new. And then when Mm. you get tired of a lot of niggas saying, hotep and beloved, you get tired of that shit, then your fucking dead friends seem appealing. So now I'm in a phase where uh, a liar will tell you, nigga, we play spades and have cookouts. You know Mm. what I'm saying? We do all the nigga shit and absolutely delight in it because it's not a performance of consciousness. We already conscious. We already won. We already got Ooh. the prize. We already going back to Zamunda. So Ooh. there's nothing to stress about or prove anymore with me. I already know. I feel this. I smell it. Taste it. I know what it is. So I already know where we're going I got the victory. So while I'm down here, oh, I'm into all the dumb shit. I bought a new grill with a smoker. And I, mm. now all I do is smoke meats. And if you need to feel better, they're organic, if that makes you feel better. But other than that, meats are on the A lie came through the day. Hey, man, what's up? I said, meats up, nigga. We got a lot of meat. Today on the menu, Smoked turkey sausage, nigga. And look at that smoke ring, nigga. See, I learned about smoke rings now. The levels of smoke that enters the meat. And that was cherry wood smoke, by the way. Oh, yeah, we we doing, we doing it big. <laughs> you doing it big here. And the point I'm making is because I could do that shit, and believe you me, I stopped in the middle of watching Black Ink Crew to do this show tonight, nigga. Mm. And tonight I'm going to finish that and then delight myself in the in the latest episode of Love and Hip Hop. And mm. Guy beat the shit out of some bitch on the TV show and her wig came off. I delight in that shit. Oh, that's, that's so stupid. Now, don't get me wrong. It's the worst thing I've ever seen on TV for black folks Yo, besides Tyler Perry. My man, but those are the kind of people I fuck with. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm the only nigga that's kind of waking up to other shit, so I'm, like, on another path from with these niggas. Either one or two things. Those are my mans and all of them. Well, see, either one or two things. You got to just be in that fun moment with them. Because what I had to learn, like, I was getting conscious and all my old aces and buddies, I was like, fuck this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Dead ass nigga. And then the more I seen how dead conscious people really were, and this is really about self-realization, not about a group realization. 
as funny as it sounds. We could talk in a group and socialize in a group, but really in, as individuals is where people say, ah, I got it. It wasn't the group that did it. The group may inspire some information and some companionship with people you have things in common with. So I ran back to my old niggas just to do ignorant shit because now with all my studying, ignorant shit was like a day off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So after all the whole tepping and brothers and all of this talk, I actually need to watch ignorance to balance the shit out, ironically. Mm -hmm. So before I knew, see, today, dealing with emails all day, right, all morning. I dealt with all emails all morning. Then the next step after start the cook, while I'm cooking, doing a consultation. So I'm talking all this conscious shit. Then me and Khadija talk, we get into some conscious shit today. And then, so I said, well, I need to go upstairs for a while just to, just to fucking veg the fuck out. Boom, uh, uh, Black Ink Crew. Want to see some dumb bitches do dumb shit, dumb niggas do even dumber shit. So, it, ironically, it actually grounds me because, as I pointed out, like and unlike are the same. So if I'm always constantly hotepping, and brother, you go crazy doing that. You have to give the baby his bottle, give crazy his bottle. The problem is when you start learning new shit, Crazy ain't got no room. But when you get comfortable with the new shit and you know the new shit, crazy will come back. You're going to need it. Say, I came to Khadija in the last stage of that where I started telling her, fuck with crazy. And, you know, you'll feel balanced, actually. Your humanity needs to be human. See, I'd rather watch them bitches go crazy instead of bottling up something and being crazy my damn self. I'd rather watch niggas fight over dumb shit than me having some need in me. To, that's where I get it off. That's where I, watch, I let them do the dumb shit, and I enjoy it that way, and, and that puts me out of it. Mm. Oh, y'all don't know that science. I don't watch that. It's beneath me. Now, if I did the science and I talked, it's the worst shit on TV. It makes black women look like savages. It is designed for that. There's an agenda there's a big-time agenda. That's why all this shit is on. The one woman that puts most of these shits on, Mona Harris-Scott, is the fucking devil to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the devil. She is the devil. Beelzebub. You know what I'm saying? Beelzebubs. And, but that's if I'm doing some conscious science on it. I will tell you the science of this crazy shit. But at the same time, I can watch it for this mindless, numb entertainment because it actually creates a balance. It takes me away from consciousness, so when I walk to consciousness, like tonight, I can go hard. Mm. See, if I'm always – see, if I went conscious all day, answer those emails with consciousness, uh, uh, talk to this uh, guy uh, on the phone with my consultation for an hour, talked to Khadija, then got on the phone with you guys with some conscious, and I talked to my son for like an hour about life and pot smoking today and friendship and hearts. And I got on the phone with you, this shit will be weak tonight because mm. I've been doing it all day. It just becomes a routine way to talk. So when I see this dumb shit, that's when I go, I know who I am. You need dumb shit to even say you're intelligent. You need dumb shit to even say mm -hmm. 
I'm ingenious. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I'm conscious. Without the, you should congratulate every dumb nigga you see because it's mm-hmm. what make it puts you on the scale down this motherfucker. It puts you on the opposite side of the polarity. Me knowing that science, I don't turn away from it and knowing like and unlike is unlike, I embrace it. Yeah. Not as a promotional tool and say, more niggas, pull out your pants. See, the problem is I don't got to say that because niggas already got their pants down. So while it's happening, you get what I'm saying? You can look at it and say, that's why I got my pants up. That's what makes me conscious. So the more I look at it and get and let them get that rock off, the more I could come to you with intelligence. See, Bobby used to say it. Because I said, yeah, I'm watching The Wire. I did a whole chapter on how fucked up that was. But I have all the DVDs upstairs, nigga. <laughs> and so Bobby's like, Bobby, some lady even said, why are you watching The Wire, Brother Panic? We are elevated, whole-tepping people. Bobby said, oh, that bitch don't know you studying this shit. She mm. thinks you're watching it. She doesn't understand that you get this to study. And before I could even knew the answer, I said, actually, yeah, I am because I drop on how fucked up it is, but I still can see a nigga smoke a little methamphetamines from time to time in TV land. But I can explain to you how fucked up it is. Fuck it. I did explain to you how fucked up it is. It's in the chapter in my book about Nas, what they were doing in the ritual, how they actually started it off with a TV show called The Corner where they used Charles Dutton, who was from Baltimore, to show you all this fucked up imagery and at the end tell you a moral of the story. See, if they tell you a moral of the story, it makes it okay. See, they did it in the movie Menace to Society. I didn't see Menace to Society based upon its ignorance because I was in that stage. I can't watch this bullshit. I was in that stage back then. And based upon its ignorance, I couldn't watch it. And But I had a thousand niggas explaining to me why the fuck I was fucking up for not watching it. And all they could say time after time was, old dog, old dog, you got to see old dog, old dog, old dog, old dog. Now, when I watch the movie, there's a moral at the end. He gets killed, black on black crime. So I said, oh, I see what you do. You show me a whole movie of fucked up shit, but as long as you say at the end, don't do that then it seems to be okay to show you this. That's another way of saying, like, I do a movie where I'm drowning cats. Then I pull up a box of dead cats and go, that's why you shouldn't drown cats, because they will die. But you just watch the whole movie of me drowning them. I throw babies off the roof. They splatter. See the splatter spots? That's why you shouldn't throw babies off the roof. Mm. They splatter. you like, oh, Moral of the story, I get it. But meanwhile, you watch a bunch of babies get splattered and come a bunch of kittens drowning. So you watch Old Dog uh, or the other dude, not Old Dog, whatever the other black dude name was, when he robbed the dude, made him get him a hamburger. Come on, nigga. Niggas was in there cheering for that shit. Give me them, matter of fact, give me a hamburger with cheese. Niggas wasn't going, oh, these poor black wasted minds. Niggas was in there. That was Scarface in nigga time. Know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they do that all the time, put these fake moralistic stories in these goddamn things. It's all mind control. I could break all of that shit down because I study it. I don't run from it. I can't watch it. Now, I get it. If that yeah. if ignorance is out of your bag, because some of that ignorance is Khadija do not watch 
any of that shit. Nothing. See, I'm into all that shit. Judge Mathis, Judge Judy, Judge Judy. I might let that white bitch into heaven. I might let her in. She play her cards right. A little bit more shows I watch, I might let her in. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, we'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? Her, George Carlin, we'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just thought she was a regular white racist until I started to see she actually used science. Mm. There's more science than just racism and how she's doing it. So I started to appreciate the intelligence. Fucking Judge Mathis is a nigga genius. That nigga got a smart fucking remark that is so witty. Like, I could watch him to study how to lecture. His crowd control is off the hook. And the way he still – I didn't – I started – I'm like, these motherfuckers, they got science the way they're actually deter- – I could, I, I could see them niggas. Them niggas know how to catch a nigga in a lie so fucking easy. It's, it's, it's like almost magical. So now I can see it's more than just wit and her little, little sassy old white old Jewish bitty ass. It's actually some brain in this shit. So that caught my attention. Now, yeah. I watch, Tadija can't watch none of this shit. But I'm like, no, you need to get that rock off your chest. But the feminine energy doesn't really need that kind of thing. See, it, to watch the aggression through this, is for, it helps me not to be an aggressive man in real life. To see the aggression, that's where I get my aggression off. So when I walk around the planet, hey, beloved, hotel, brother, peace, beloved, I can keep my consciousness about me brother to brother now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, my nature. I'm still going to tell you, look, motherfucker, go read it. Fuck you. Read a book. Motherfucker called me 10,000 times. You got my herb pack. Fuck, nigga, wait, motherfucker. It's only been three days. You're going to hear that, too. But mm. instead of just saying, but you would really hear some shit if I didn't watch that damn loving it. <laughs> so the point I'm making is those who do watch that or do have an affinity for that or stuff like that, don't feel guilty. Mm. It's not a lack or a hole in your consciousness. What it is is a way to vent. Now, with your consciousness, again, you can look at that shit and say, hey, and there's things I can't, I cannot watch no Tyler Perry movie. That's not going to happen. Mm. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? This nigga got Tyler Perry Halloween now, yo. Did you see that one? This nigga, this nigga shit is becoming like the Ernest movies, kid. Tyler, Tyler Perry, Halloween. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's no, wait till you see this. I, that's what I said in the movie theater. Is anyone else seeing this bullshit but me? <laughs> it's like they show you like zombies, and then you like thinking it's a real zombie movie. Then he go, uh-uh, not there, or whatever the fuck he said. Right there. Or, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is corny, man. Like, what niggas is going, I got to see Tyler Perry do Halloween. I'm like, it's not even fucking October, motherfucker. It's summer. Stop. <laughs> nigga, you are riding that fucking horse. So <laughs> that nigga is crawling across the finish line, nigga. Like, let that shit go. But see, what here's the reality. Nothing else he's done has worked. And he's done a lot. That haves and the have nots, this TV shit is semi-working. Have and have nots. I heard a lot of old bitches talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you, the old lady asked, do you watch the haves and the have nots? I was like, 
Absolutely not. She said, oh, you don't know what you're missing, little nigga. You got to watch that. That's my show, you faggot ass nigga. Watch that shit. Nigga, watch that shit. (laughs) All right, old bitch. Take your fucking beta blockers, bitch. (laughs) Take your pills, bitch. You're going too far right now. Nigga, you need to just watch that show, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with the young generation today? Nigga, you must be a have-not. <laughs> I said, bitch, you ain't no have. The old-ass fucking shoes, your vagina stinks. Nigga, what you say? I will fuck you. <laughs> oh, somebody get my medicine. I'm about to fuck this nigga up right now. <laughs> Slow down, bitch. Get Khadija in here. She will fucking black your eye. Nigga, go get your bitch. She ain't nobody. I kill bitches. <laughs> I'm Atlanta, nigga. <laughs> West End, nigga. West End, nigga. Shit, nigga. You need to cut it. <laughs> you need to cut it, nigga. You need to cut it, nigga. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop fucking with y'all. <laughs> hey, doing dumb shit. You need to cut it, nigga. You need to cut it. <laughs> nigga, you need to cut it. All right, let me stop with this shit. All right, All right I think that answers your question, brother. What was your name, brother? What was your name, brother? H. H? Yeah, like the letter H. Sounds good, brother. Good talking to you, man. Just keep studying, keep listening. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing the work, brother. All right, boss. Crown Heights, my nigga. All right. All right. Let me, uh, I'm going to see if... I got another New York. I'm going to see who this is. New York number three. You're in the building. Shout it out. New York. Give me some more. New York. New Yorker hey. going to. Hello? Hey, hey. Hotel. Hotel, <laughs> beloved. Hotel. Yo, uh, what's your name, brother? Uh, Cooper. All right, nice talk. You got any questions tonight's show? No, I just um first time calling. I just want to um listen in. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, you know. All right, so how do you feel about what you heard tonight then? Well, um, what really stand out most is um what you mentioned before about the um the entities that you could conjure oh, up. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, how you're liking this, uh, you know, you have an imaginary friend. Um, right. Do you have an imaginary friend when you were young? Funny actor because that's what I was thinking about um, when you were talking about it, you know? Okay. Okay. And um, this is tough, but, you know, I don't want to really get into it. Over the, um, no, that's good. Well, I mean, yeah. basically it sounds like you were listening and some of the stuff caught your attention. That's the point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So my suggestion is just keep listening to stuff like this. I think if this show didn't do it or if I didn't do it, there's plenty of other people that may catch your attention. But the key is to study and keep studying, keep listening, keep listening, then start picking out some of the books people recommend. And I always recommend books. So... I think you're in a good way just being here. Yeah, man. I, I, so, peace, my brother. Enjoy the rest of the show. And we come back every Tuesday 
uh, 9 p.m., same bat uh, channel, same bat station. So we'll see you soon, brother. We're going to move on to New York number four. New York number four, are you there? We got high hope. What's good, my Negro? What up, what up? Who's this? This is Corey. Corey, what up, my nigga? What's going on? Where you from in New York? I'm from Uptown, from the Heights, Harlem. Uptown, Harlem's finest. All right. Senorita, nigga, where the... I ain't going to ask you to explain Mace. I'm going to let that one go. So what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? You enjoying the show? Yeah, man. Enjoying the show? This is the first time I chimed in. Oh, Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what's up. I'm glad to have you, my brother. No doubt. Have you no. heard any of? Well, this is the third show we did, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bring them to you every Tuesday. But have you heard any of my work before? Panic. I've been on you for a minute, bro. Like this is. The I was about to say because the way you said, "Yo, what up, Panic?" was like we knew each other. So I know <laughs> this is right. I know this. Is, you threw me off when you said I just chimed in the show. I was like, wait a minute now. Because you sounded yeah. too familiar, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure if you said your last name, I'm like, oh, this nigga. Nah, I'm nah. A... I actually, I, ne- I never called in, but I was just on YouTube watching a lot of your videos. But I hit up Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I thought maybe you might. I, I usually remember names of people who buy products, too. So if you did, I'm usually good at that because I have so many repeat guys. But, you know, it is what it is. No, Everyone's my, family. My, one of my dudes I went to school with, he bought your, uh, your herb pack. You know, so okay. uh, that's why I find out about you. Okay, that's what's up. It's all good. So any questions for the night, my brother Corey? No, nah, man. Actually, I hit up Khadijah for the um for the gateway, so I just okay. wanted to make sure I was still in the pocket in the queue oh, for that. Oh, no, you definitely in the pocket. I, this is one thing I will promise you. Her yeah. ass is so meticulous with I, her I shit. Know, she emails and, and answers questions, and I think she actually likes everyone. I think she does, so <laughs> you'll be good with that. And, again, if you have any questions, yeah. uh, she definitely – you can email her direct. Her her email is directly on the website, so you can just get at her, ask for updates, what she got coming up, make sure you're on the list, so on and such. Right. She right. answers her shit like we be at the movies. Right. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Answering niggers? You mean black people? Regular <laughs> black people now. This is – you're not talking to Sean Puffy Combs, regular black people. <laughs> you, it's not Kanye West. You better cut that shit off and watch X-Men. Yo, yo. My pay, taking my good money for the goddamn IMAX. You know what I mean? My good IMAX money. But, nah, she will answer you. So if you have any questions, you can get at her directly. She, she, she's like that. No doubt. But on the real, on the real note, before, before you let me go, I heard you mention mm-hmm. uh, uh, Power versus Force by David Hawkins and uh, yes, in my book. How, how did yeah? How did you get onto that? Like what 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 brought you to that? Well, Wayne Chandler actually. Mm. Like uh, I was having a conversation with Wayne about frequency. I was going to do a lecture on it, and I can't mm. remember why I got on the phone with Wayne. But I said, I'm about to do that. Give me something, my nigga. And that nigga gave. I said, Wait a minute, I'm gonna type that shit, nigga. Right, and, right. You know, he, he so he was into that. He put me on, and I checked it out, and so on and forth. And I mentioned it in my book, in uh, Laws uh, Laws of Attraction, I believe, Power versus Force, where they measured frequencies of emotions. Right, and right. basically they 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 
separated to two emotions, fear-based emotions and love-based emotions. So hate, let's just say, is a fear-based emotions. Two things change your DNA, fear and love. So they measure fear at the frequency of 200 megahertz. A a hertz is a round trip. Uh, So 60 hertz of the electricity that comes out your wall. Mega is a million round trips per second. So if they say 10 megahertz is 10 million trips. Then there's Mm -hmm. gigahertz. Um, there's, uh, I think there's kilohertz too. But yeah, there is kilohertz, which is a thousand mega, which is a million giga, right. which is a billion. billion. So you'll right. notice you've heard that before. Your processor goes at such and such megahertz. Now it's one point something gigahertz. Those are just round trips. How much you type or input information, and how fast your computer can give you back that information. Right. And so, so everything operates. Your brain frequency operates on hertz. Round waves and hertz. So your or your emotions on hertz. Your brain's waves. That's why they say brain waves. And the hertz uh, in waves. Shit, while we here, you ever see like a a wave? How they show you sound waves are right. those up and right. downs in their middle spot Trans, in yeah, the middle spot. Now right. listen to this. I want you to hear this fly shit right here. The way your DNA is. Your DNA, when you when there's a frequency or a wave, the the wave is weaving in and out of your DNA. And when it's touching certain spot, if the wave frequency is low, that means it's less humps, mm-hmm. less crossovers. And if there's less crossovers, then it hits less of your DNA. Right. Fear right. is 200 uh, 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 megahertz. Love is 500 or better, which means it's more frequency in the waves. Mm-hmm. The more frequency in the waves, your DNA is a com- your body is a computer. In fact, computers are built off your body. Your body or your DNA has on and offs, zeros and ones. One. That's yeah. computer language. So the frequency that goes up and down, if the wave hits more, it turns on more of your fucking DNA. Mm-hmm. If the wave has less humps, less ups and downs, it hits the frequency of your DNA less, and less of you is activated. Profound shit. Now, but you know what's crazy. Uh-huh. So it's crazy because I work at this little this company. You know, I got this new promotion and whatnot, and um, I'm in there, and I'm just. It's a new environment for me. You know, being around mm-hmm. people that I never grew up around and whatnot, and so mm-hmm. I'm like. I'm, I'm questioning, like, whether or not um, I'm in this type of environment where it's really conducive for a lot of low frequency, you know what I mean, low energy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is that shit rubbing off on me? You know, because when I leave, mm-hmm. I feel drained sometimes, but most of the time and right. I'm like, this, I, don't, I don't feel the love, you know what I mean? Like, I, I grew up, you know how it is, grew up in New York, you feel that energy. I mean, it could be some shit mm-hmm. in there, but... At least you feel that energy, like you know, people at least either keeping in a buck with you or they just, they just all the way bullshit. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, is this really, is this really conducive? You know what I'm saying for me? Is this really a good environment for me? And I'm like, are they just, you know, running me through the mill? I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel well, that. Well, they're like, gonna try. That's what any job is, but that's what creating magical entities. This tonight's show is about. You can create an entity to block that. 
technically right. you could block it with your mind, but you actually your thought form is creating a magical entity, even if you don't give it a name, or even if you don't do the production. You get what I'm saying? Right. You got to see it blocking off. You know what I'm saying? Right. All all through visualization. That is the key. Creativity, imagination, visualization. That yep. goes. Even Einstein said, or copied from some other nigger. Uh, cre- uh, creativity is in uh, is extremely more valuable than any form of intellect. Right. So him right. is uh, something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but because it is. So you can block that. You know what I'm saying? Whether you create a magical think, entities or visualization. Yeah, I think I think I have been low key. It's just these moments where I'm like I get caught up into it, like I'm on autopilot or some shit, and I just snap out of it. Like, damn, they got me. You know what I mean? Like, like right. I need to I need to check myself and just get back on what I know with the real thing. Right, you like, fight you fighting with your mind because there are there's a book too. Uh, well, psychic vampires. Just look up Psychic Vampires and get a book. But the book you want to get is Spiritual Cleansings and Psychic Self-Defense. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Spiritual Cleansings and Psychic Self-Defense by Robert Laramie. It's a Mm. purple book. It's actually a guy named Baba Raul Carnazares who, who used to write under Robert Laramie, one of the best books everyday shit you can do with cinnamon and rosemary and baths to clean your mm. aura. Shit you could do with nuts. Very simple uh, recipes you could put together. Very simple spells you could put together to clear all your energy. He deals directly and mostly in that book with psychic vampires. Motherfuckers sucking your energy, how to block them. How to give them a dirty dinner. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> Let's give them a dirty dinner. You can get all them Nick Ashfords. <laughs> I'm saying out of you. Sure. The monster mash. All you got to do is pretty much uh, 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 you can uh, visualize in your aura certain uh, colors, and when they try to feed off you, they ain't going to want to. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're right. just going to go someplace else. So there's plenty of ways to deal with that psychic vampirism. So that's excellent for the job. And again, okay. creating a magical a deity that fucks them up and blocks that for you. Protect the deities. Right. I'm going to definitely get with you panic soon, man. Um, after Khabib okay. does, does the gateway joint, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely Sounds be good. Man. So, Sounds so, good. Anything. We, I'm always here. It was good here. to talk to you, though, man. It's good to talk to yes, you, Yes, sir. Man. I'm it's sure we'll talk minute, soon. Bro. Keep, keep staying stay tuned to the show. I'm sure it'll happen no again. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And if you create it, as I said, if you create a username and a password, I'll be able to see you and be able to get at you as opposed to saying, New York, are you there? Oh, for sure. I got you. I got you. Yeah, and, it, and it's free. It's free. No I don't think it's the Illuminati. Somebody brought up in the chat room where you hear, like, these, like, 528 hertz and, and them other 900 and something else is another number where it repairs the DNA and repairs. That's exactly where we was going with that. Those frequencies actually, because you're hearing these hertz now in waveforms, they're actually reprogramming the DNA mm-hmm. by, by those ons and offs. So music, here's the deal, y'all. Music, that's why you think our music is special. It is everything because it's absolute DNA repair. I knew it. Absolutely. I tell you, that's all I do all day long. Like, I can't, I, man, I cannot. Man, I, I want y'all to hear this, though. If you're listening to 
you need to cut it. Y'all not getting nothing out of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them frequencies are so fucking uncreative and low. You know what I'm saying? That cookie cutter corporate bullshit is just as nutritional as a fucking Twinkie. You know what I'm saying? Taste may taste good to you, but it ain't doing nothing. You know, it's going to be that R&B music. It's going to be rap. You know what I'm saying? Early rap. But it's really what you're talking about is creativity. Let's just keep it there. And right. this music is not creative. So no creativity, no no DNA repair, low frequency. It's, hate, it's fear-based music. I'm going to kill you, nigga. You shoot at me, I'm going to shoot at you, nigga. I sell drugs, I get pussy. Yep. That's low, insecure man shit. Yep. What we need to be singing is, as I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall. <laughs> I need love. <laughs> <laughs> right. As corny as that shit was, as corny as that shit was, at least yeah. the nigga leaned in love, know what I'm saying? Shorty, you can rock my ice. <laughs> Whatever. Right. At least he let their bitch rock his ice. <laughs> right. I right. mean, it was a little bit more respectful, and rap was a little bit more hard because it was reflecting a ghetto. So it was reflecting a certain more reality. Bitch better not come. Bitch better have my money, and I need a gangster bitch. <laughs> but it was a little bit yeah. more hard. But still, if you understood rap, you still understood the love aspect of that mentality, that right. we would still find love through some shit that was hard. So we was reflecting something that's hard. So it was a, it was a hard subject to, to, to make a musical out of anyway. And it was in what the complaint was that it could easily go left. But the but it didn't go left for quite some time. But it went left though. It went real left right now. Right. It did. I'm it in did love go. with the cocoa. Instead of singing the women, I'm in love with the cocoa. Niggas in love with coke, nigga. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but but though that's low frequency music. But our music is DNA repair by waveforms. Waves activates the zeros and ones in your DNA, and that's ons and off. Zeros is offs and ones. If you don't know, computers' language is zeros and ones. Zero is a vagina, and one is a penis. There's only two things in the world, masculine and feminine, two polarities, mm-hmm. dicks mm-hmm. and penises. So that, so that polarity in you is activated. So power versus force is they, they were able to measure these frequencies, Fear right. base two hundred, love five hundred. Yeah. So unconditional love, DNA opens up, it becomes a sponge. Fear, it tightens, shrivel, and repels. Yeah. And then it activates certain shit in your body, the amygdala glands and the adrenals, which hypes the body up, puts you in fear mode. And black people stay in fear mode one hundred percent of their life about mm. the gas bill, their job, their. Mm. White man, the chemtrails, Illuminati, there's a thousand things we fear, which means it shuts down your pineal. Mm. Again, fear shuts down your pineal gland. So mm. when D. Saxe says there was a lot of things I wasn't tapping into based upon a certain amount of fear, and I was able to relieve myself of it because that's ex- when she took my class, that's exactly what I'm here to do. The success story is I know black people, most black people are suffering from ignorance and fear of this shit, but have an experience. And they could sit in all these lectures and still something be missing. So my whole 
entire reality was to find something that's missing. And that's when she says you deal with fear, that's a victory that I know. I'm not going to revel my ego in. I'm going to humble myself to that I was able to be able to help share with her because that's the key. Fear cuts you off from spirituality. And if you look at conscious people, all they talk about is fear-based shit. Yep. The cops, Black Lives Matter, Trayvon Martin, they're going to do this. They're trying to do this. They're about to lock you up in camps. They're about to turn the money off. They're about to eradicate this, and they're about to put a chip in you. They're about to organize a goddamn universal card. They're about to, the New World Order is coming. Donald Trump is going to be the president. They got some for every moment for you to be in fear about. Mm. Which means your physical body shuts down your pineal gland. The end. When you're scared, got to get over it. Yeah. Got to get right. over it. So that's the key. You know what I'm saying? So, brother, that's we right. will talk soon. I'm going to try to right, a bro. couple of other New Yorks in hopes I find my uh, my my buddy, my ace boon coon, see if he's on because he ain't signed up doing that ignorance. All right, All right brother. Appreciate it, bro. I'll all right. All right. If if my man is on the line, Dane, just call my cell phone and um then I'll know you there and then I'll be like I'll still look for you, but I'm still do New York niggas. Here's another New York. Let's see. New York, New York. Are you there? Shout out New York. Oh yeah, I hear the vibrating on my phone. That's my phone. Yeah, he's on the line cuz he's calling me. All right, so I'm going to still look for him. Yeah, that's my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's up, Negro? Uh, I'm trying to get you on the phone. Um, okay, what's your name? What's your name on there? Okay, let me look. All right, so you, you, you signed on? Hold, hold on. All uh, right, so you you in the call right now, you obviously. So let me look for you. Uh, oh, oh, you you did you drop the call from from the thing? Okay, let me see. All right, let me let me see if Alaya can call you on his line again. We do it like we did last time instead of me looking through all these New Yorks. Are you able to do a double line on your phone, or you need my phone? No, no. All right, he's gonna he's gonna call you right now, and and then he's then we gonna get you on. Yeah, the three four seven. All right, so stay tuned. We'll call you in a second. All right, y'all. So we get my man there, and um, I he he did sign up, <laughs> so he was on point. But what we are gonna do is Eli is gonna call him on the second line, and we get to hear from him, so he could tell you about his T-shirts, Dane. Yeah, so we're going to talk about his T-shirt. So when you on a liar, when you get him, I'm just going to put you on and we'll take it from there. What's good, Dane? It's a liar. All right. Here we go. I'm going to put you on. Hold on one second. All right, he should be on. You can just hold the phone. You there, Dane? All right. All right, here we go. He's going to connect that brother to the call. You on, bro? Yo, yo. Can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on, brother? All right. What's up, what's happening, brother? How you doing? 
Just chilling, just chilling. Bullshit. I'd like tonight. to say hi to the queen. Let me let me speak to the queen first. Oh, and to she, 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 she ran. And, uh, 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 okay. and all the other young ladies that are helping out. Yeah, that's D. Saxy. P. Nicole left early. I think Khadija went upstairs though. She had enough okay. of this ass. She had enough of this black ass. She watching goddamn <laughs> Biggest Loser or something. <laughs> and lies there. <laughs> she she just went to watch her shows. Uh, okay. So my man, great man. show tonight though. Oh, cool. great show. Good, good, my brother. I'm I'm just glad to have you here in the house. I'm just bubbling. Y'all don't know this is my man. We was friends since we was two years old, for real, not even for play. My mother and his mother were friends in damn junior high school, so we know each other forever. That's something called kindred spirits. Kin means brother. So he's a brother spirit, for real, not just I feel like he's my brother. It is for real. I remember past lives, and I went through that. But here's the good news, if you don't know. He has a website that he based upon uh, us in our consciousness. And shirts, it's a T-shirt website. He has more, though. It's going to be, and I'll let him talk and tell you himself, he has more. It's going to be mugs and whatever you guys want to see. He's really taking suggestions now at what you're trying to see in the type of shirts. But what I suggested to him was 11 Apollo Deity shirts. And he's done them. And I didn't know that shit was going to come out like that fire. If y'all don't know who the Apollos are, first of all, you can get my book to find out and you can research some of the baddest motherfucking spirits you can ever deal with. And in fact, Bobby Hemet is the one who kind of spoke of the Apollos in the context that he has and put it in the context where conscious folks Hold on, I'm getting a little bit of echo on your phone. I put it over there. I tried to move it. I'm going to get rid of this echo. All right. So, yeah, there we go. All right, so Bobby put it in a context where it was usable for us. He demystified it and explained this thing well. And at the time, I got into it, and what I could tell you, dealing with these 11 spirits, life-changing shit took me from a boy to a man. So these Apollos, these particular Palo Mayombe spirits uh, brought by Carlos Montenegro in a book that's out of print. And I, and I actually sell that book if you need that book to get a little bit more understanding on the Apollos in those 11 spirits. The, if, you, if, if you were to deal with these things, this is for real ass nigger shit, I promise you. They have sigils, the same sigils that I talked about tonight, 11 of them. He did those on the shirts with the names. That's the beauty of this. You can wear those energies around and deal with your power, and people will think it's just a pretty design. They won't know what that is. So you can wear it in plain sight, in other words. Not to mention the designs are crazy, the all black with the white or the all white with the black. When I tell you all these are crazy, y'all need to go to his website just to look at them. And he has plenty of other shit that's a little bit more mild, and we got other shit coming. We coming with we coming with some of the shirts of the teachers. Um, we're gonna come up with a whole line of comedic shirts for all you mild mannered Negroes. You can go to his website. It's called occultericteas.com. 
O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S. Just think of the word occult. Think of the name Eric. Tease, as in T-shirt, T-E-E-S. Put it all together. Occult Teric Tease. O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S dot com. Go check this brother out and the things that he's had, the things that he's selling on his site. Very important for those in their spirit work. I don't know. You can ask him on your own time, does he do custom shirts? Because if you're creating a magical entity and you create a sigil, you may want to wear that sigil on a T-shirt. If you even wear it under your clothes at work or outwardly in the open, Wherever you're going, he may be able to do something like that for you. You have to email him. You can contact him once you go to his site, occultterictees.com. If you can't figure that out after I spelled it out, you can come to my site, and under the About Panic, you're going to see something that says Occult Tees. That's a link to his site. So you can go to my site, which I know you've been to, and link to his site, and link to his site. So... So it's easy to do that, and um, you want to see what he got. What you really want to do is get on some of this Apollo shit. Now, if you don't know what the Apollos are, you can figure it out from my book, and I believe I have something on my website where I have at the top the About Panic. If you look to the right, there's a More area, M-O-R-E. Click on that, and you should see stuff about Apollo, Apollo candle interpretations, a lot of stuff that I eventually put in the book with more information. I put detailed information that you can't get anywhere else because there's not much information on the Apollos because it's been kept secret, and most of the books are in Spanish. Carlos Montenegro did one in English and got ostracized for it through the whole spiritual community, and they actually shut down that book, which I have a copy of. I have an actual copy of that book, which is hard to get, which is over 300 bucks if you buy it, that I've been doing the PDF for quite some time. So if you want to learn more about it, you can get a PDF from me. If you buy a certain amount of shirts, over five shirts, you will get a free PDF of the book. You'll get it directly uh, from Dane uh, from the website. So once you buy f- more than five Pablo shirts, you also get a, a, a $50 valued free PDF of that Pablo book. So make sure you get your book if you buy five shirts. If you buy one or two, good luck, nigga. You're on your own. But you're still <laughs> well, in a no, good no, place. Uh-huh. What I did, Pam, was I, I, I set up some um I set up some deals. Like if you buy the whole eleven okay. so when you go to the site, you can actually see that. For the white okay. it's one there price. For the black it's slightly a little bit more, only because they, they charge me a little bit more for the color. Um okay. the color T shirts. But um I have deals on there. So mm-hmm. and I also have the explanation. So when you you know, you click on the show oh, okay. it'll Excellent. actually give you a description of that particular deity. This nigga's on yeah. point. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like to I hear that. Best, good, baby. good. I learned from the best. Good. I'm listening. I'm listening. I learned from the best, baby. I learned from the best. You told me how to be the best Spider-Man I could ever be, nigga. 
the best Spider-Man. And so I know you heard about Nipolis tonight. <laughs> we brought yeah, him up. Yeah, I heard about Nipolis. I heard about yeah. him. I'm the one who created yeah. him. But I, 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 oh, you created that nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still fuck with him. I still fuck with him. <laughs> Nick, I did I not know this. Then how did Leon yeah. get the goddamn uh, stigma of Nipolis? I still say, what's up with Nipolis? <laughs> well, he adopted but, but, uh, oh, okay, it, but... Oh, okay, he adopted it. was originated from me, yeah. Oh, okay. So, same but I still thing. I'm glad. I still fuck We're going to get with Nipolis, see what that nigga's about these days. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a wild boy. He's a wild boy. <laughs> He's the closet nigga. You, know, you live in that closet right there. <laughs> Y'all niggas had me scared to open the closet at one point. He's in there right now? Ooh, what's uh-huh. he doing? You know what I'm saying? Ooh, what's, ooh, what's he doing? I could have sworn. But like I said, this shit was in 1970-something. I couldn't even. I thought it was Leon. I couldn't remember. I still no, fuck no. with him about that. No. Nipolis. We was calling him Nipolis at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, so... So, also, I want to let people know, uh, you know, because it's really a a, a T-shirt company based upon what's going on here, that at this point, he's he's open for ideas. Not every little silly idea that comes to mind, but really, and so far, he's been getting, he's been telling me some excellent ideas. So, because we're trying to custom tailor this to things you would want to have on a shirt, you get what I'm saying. The prices are very fair. Like I said, I can see he's on point with this. He got explanations and everything. I thought I still would have to be explained in this, but that's excellent. And um, you know, these things are up. You know what I'm saying? So, I think y'all need to go there. Occult er, occulttericteas.com. I mean, and I've seen other T-shirts up. You could tell them about some of the other T-shirts you have up too, bro, if you want. I have some magic tees, some other sigils, um, chaos magic tees, uh, uh, some dark magic tees. Um, I know you talk about I have a little bit of everything. I, mean, I have a little bit of okay. everything there. Right. And I'm actually adding some more tomorrow. I'm adding some Buddhist stuff. Um, okay. And the, I, I got some Egyptian stuff, so some ancient Kemet stuff is going up. Okay. Um, and people have actually been sending me emails, so I've been taking those. I'm going into design with their ideas, and so okay. there'll be a lot of things coming up within the next week or two. All right, and, um, sounds good. Still, so we're still taking, um, you know, requests. So nice. Okay. When you come to the site, and um, what email can they use to get at you? Um, Ocoteriktees at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the same as the website at yahoo.com. Exactly. Excellent. And okay. Yeah, and you can leave a message on the website. You know what I'm saying? You can sign up okay. and uh, leave your information and your comments, and we'll get back to you on that as well. Since you got that shit popping over there, they, I make me need. I need to upgrade my shit. Need messages no, on the no, web. No, like, no, no, shit, no, no, man, I'm, watching, I'm watching every move, man. I'm watching every move. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm a student uh-huh. right now. I was good. I need to watch your moves. You getting you getting big with it, player. I like <laughs> nah, the organizational nah. skills that I'm seeing here tonight. I'm seeing these organizational skills, so that's what's up. Yeah, I mean, I can't urge you enough to get that Apollo stuff in your life. And I know a lot of people may think it's something beyond their range, but it's not. All this, all this thing is from the Negro mind. You know what I'm saying? And these particular Apollos, because. They weren't shared around the world as readily and easily as the Orishas. These particular Apollos got a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? 
got a lot of power. Shit happens quick, fast, and hurry when you fucks with them. For a minute, that's all I was fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Because, because if this was working so good, you know what I'm saying? And still to this day, I call on them niggas as an ass whipping. Whatever they, whatever's going on, Madre de la Luna, Madre de Agua. You know what I'm saying? There's the ones you don't want to fuck with. Los Espir- Los Espiritos and Tranquilos. Those are the 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 the, the seven intranquil spirits. So you put that on a nigga. They say you don't even want that in your house. You put that on a nigga, he'll never get no rest. So if y'all got somebody fucking with y'all, y'all get that uh, Los Espiritos and Tranquilos. That's one of the Apollos. Fuck up shop. The two you want to get together, uh, 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 La Santissima Muerte, and um, which is the saint of death, and pretty much our consorts is El Cristo Negro, the Black Christ. Man, those two together, nigga. I have an altar just dedicated to La Santissima Muerte. All my fly shit is on it, my favorite altar. Because that shit works because you fuck around, fuck around and say the wrong thing and come the wrong kind of way. Oh, it's going to hurt based upon that shit I got set up. This shit works. You want results? Fucks with it. Jeff Moore got them seven, them 11 deities up. I know he's buying shirts because I've seen him pictures, him fucking with these things. So he's someone who knows this is what you want. And yes, Jeff Moore. We got your size at a cold pair of tees, nigga. We got your size, nigga. So you need to come and see that. You know what I'm saying? Then you able to walk around with this stuff on you. Yo, he's out. On the same note, uh, with the uh, with the Palos, I'm staying um, at. Uh, it's a long story, but anyway, I'm staying out at this spot. It's kind of a country spot, and for some reason. Kept hearing these shots, and it sounded like they was coming from the backyard or somewhere close, and it's real dark, so I couldn't see what was going on. And so, you know, my homegirl was feeling real scared about it and all that. So I was like, "Man, let me let me put the powers on on this nigga. Whatever's going on, that we can't keep having shots in the backyard." So I did a little ritual, called on the Apollos. Never heard any more shots after that. <laughs> That's all I can say. So they definitely go to work. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pat, and you're, I, you're sure, uh-huh. um, you and your lady, they should be there like Thursday. Um, get a lot of okay. information. I want to send them a sure the truth, too. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay. Okay, appreciate that. So yeah, you, email, you, you got his I'll, email, I'll right? He probably just email you straight out. He probably just email yeah. you direct. But if you know, okay, I'll make sure he has for it. Brother Elijah, that's all. I'll be okay. for it. Okay, cool. All right, no doubt. Man, let me tell you, I've seen Elijah's spot, too, where he's at. I've seen his crib, but with, you know, girl or whatever. First of all, this shit is a fucking mansion. This shit look like the house on Hornet Hill. I I didn't want to walk in that motherfucker. <laughs> no, nigga, I'm scary. I'm scared of this shit, nigga. He's like, uh, come enter my nigga. This shit got fucking slave plantation, you know, <laughs> you know, got balconies and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm like, you need a, 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 a man to do the lawn. Like, you need, like, a like lawn ma- a, a lawn maintenance man. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck? He said, yo, nigga, this shit was straight haunted when I went there. This is some shit. Hello? Some shit going to go. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> like, this is some spooky shit going. I looked at that shit down there. I'm going to sit in the car real quick. <laughs> I said, I ain't going in that motherfucker. He and his motherfucker itching and shit. He's like, yeah, nigga, I had to do what I had to do, nigga. I said, nigga, you had to do that. Nigga, you working with some shit up in there because that house looked like you know slaves lived in this shit before. You do understand that. <laughs> and they probably quite hostile and angry. Look at these niggas up in the big house living it up. Let's fuck them up. What the hell is that nigga doing on that horse? <laughs> nigga, with that slavery Sam Jack. What in the hell is that nigga doing on that horse? <laughs> Get that nigga off that nag. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I looked at this shit and was like, yo, nigga, you better put them polos up and this motherfucker clear out some office space. So he said, I did what I had to do, nigga. It's sweet in there now. I'm like, I still ain't going in there. <laughs> I still ain't going in. I don't give a fuck if goddamn the angel, Gabriel, the angel, said, it's cool, Panic. Come on in, nigga. I'm like, nah, nigga. How do I know you're Gabriel? <laughs> I'm saying, hello? Hello, nigga. So I ain't fucking with that shit. So that nigga ain't lying when he talking about that house. I've seen some scary shit. Cthulhu shit. And that house looked like, you know what I'm saying, the gateway. <laughs> shit is the gateway. This shit is the gateway, son. Like, nigga, this is Dante's Inferno, nigga. What fuck you living at, nigga? You came, then this big-ass dog came out the house with them creepy-ass eyes. And this nigga, don't worry, Panny, he's a puppy. I'm like, what, nigga? This nigga, what nigga? This nigga look like Wolfen, nigga. The Howling. Pet him. <laughs> nigga, nah, nigga. Let's just go to Malcolm X Fest, nigga. Let's <laughs> finish going to Malcolm X Fest. I need some copper onks or some shit, nigga. Sitting, I'm like, this nigga's in some spooky shit. And like, I'm like, shit, nigga. I will come here and exercise this motherfucker before I just walk in here freeballing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, nigga, what's in the fridge? Oh. I'm possessed. Fucked up. Just <laughs> in your house freeballing. I need to come in with my motherfucking, my equipment, nigga. <laughs> my equipment. There's a presence in the room. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you. Well, I had an ex-girl who was fucking one time, and she was getting into it, and she just started saying, there's a presence in the room. <laughs> I said, bitch, what did you watch? Why did bitch just... This ain't the the taking of Pelham one two three. The fuck is this shit? There's a presence in the room, and for years I would fuck with. Hey, what's up? There's a presence in the room. I was like, yeah, it's me, bitch. You feel it? Oh, there's a presence in the room. Say like, yeah, nigga. Yeah, this is just so much funny shit. Yeah, you know, but that house made me feel creepy. You heard theme music when you pulled up. You know what I'm saying? 
Whatever them slaves be saying, you know what I'm saying? Lord, it come down on the <laughs> slave ships. We gon' make it right. I was like, what is this, nigga? This music, this house comes with music, nigga. Swing low, you niggas. I felt like getting out the card and start planting shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga, we got, to, we got to make the harvest right, else we gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Elijah, go on, get out the back and get the rake. <laughs> nigga, we got shit to do. <laughs> nigga, I'm home, nigga. Nigga, I am home. <laughs> nigga, we that sweet home, nigga. Damn. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Saxy said, said, damn. (laughs) Nigga, we at Sweet Home, nigga. Go get your rake, nigga. Oh, Lordy, we gon' make it right. Oh, Elijah. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Lordy, 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 come down now, Elijah. Oh, Elijah. <laughs> no, nobody ain't showing up to that motherfucker. Uh-huh. They gonna come in that motherfucker and say, "Yo, let's just take an Uber somewhere else, nigga." <laughs> Call a Uber, nigga. I'm not going in there. <laughs> that shit looked like it got old, scary in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real scary, nigga. Oh my god, we gonna get whipped. <laughs> Jody broke the eggs. We gonna get whipped. That type of scary nigga in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Holy liar. We gonna go on home. (laughs) 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 Nigga, this is Candyland, nigga. (laughs) That nigga live at Candyland, nigga. (laughs) That nigga live at Candyland, nigga. (laughs) Nigga, you ain't gonna get far, nigga. I was like, yo, lie, I got to go. He said, you ain't going to get far, nigga. This is Candleland, nigga. Nigga, this Candleland, nigga. You ain't going to get far. Panic, you black motherfucker. This is Candleland. Get your ass back here, nigga. Nigga, Uber don't come here no more, nigga. <laughs> nigga, what you doing up on that Uber, nigga? <laughs> What is that nigga doing up on that Uber? <laughs> nigga, this is Candleland, nigga. You ain't getting nowhere, Panic. We gonna come on home. <laughs> tell you, I promise you, I promise you, this nigga just, I like, nigga, how you sleeping there? He was like, I got this, nigga. I'm like, this nigga is very magical, nigga. You have, that class did a lot for you. I need to take, I need to listen to some recordings of my own class to walk in that motherfucker. Because this nigga, I said, that nigga just be like, yeah, nigga, we can't. And he said, when I walked in there, there was a thousand spirits in this motherfucker. I said, what did you do, nigga? He said, nigga, I did what I do. And now we sleep like angels. I walked in. Daddy is home. Be gone, spirits. And they were gone. I said, damn, nigga. 
that is so fucking great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my, my mind be like, nah, nigga, we got to do more, nigga, more. Frankincense ain't going to get it, nigga. <laughs> we got to go harder, nigga. He said, nigga, I just went in there, said what I had to say. Hey, ho, 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 all you niggas that been living around this motherfucker, sucky bitches and, and all that kind of shit, the incubus-ass niggas, time to go. He said they were gone. I said, oh, my nigga, you are so fucking cool. Let's do a show together. <laughs> Let's do it, nigga. You got specialty in you, nigga. Let, I'm going to let him tell you what he did, because y'all think I'm just bullshitting that this shit was haunted. Was that place haunted when you came there, Brother Elijah? Oh, hell yeah. In fact, uh, the owner was like, I hear people walk up. He's a he's an older, older cat. He was like, I, I, I hear people walking up the steps every night. I was like, you, you hear people walk up the steps? He said, yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to get rid of these motherfuckers, right? He was like, what are you, some voodoo person? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't live with this shit. So I started doing goddamn some old school Bobby Hemet uh, uh, libations, calling in all the spirits, calling in the troops, and uh, I didn't like too much incense. Just spirits. I mean, uh, uh, what was that? Libations, mad libations, and uh, cinnamon and shit by the door. And uh, the motherfuckers got gone. That was it. That's some fire-ass Negro shit right there. Took about a week, though. About a week and a half. Yeah. Got their asses out. That's how you do it. You call on that energy because it's all about frequency. So them niggas hanging around because them niggas probably was really slaves and shit like that over there and don't know where to go. So when you call that higher frequency energy, they can't live in the same energy. Same kind of way I said you have a thought form about depression or even better yet, a thought form about getting your ass whipped by your man. Then you get a new man, he's whipping your ass too. How come you're attracting the same guy? That's a thought form that says a God that's serving you and pulls that. So you know when the woman goes, never again, no more, I'm better, I'm somebody, and I, I deserve better, and then they're over this bad guy scenario because they really changed their thought and their thought forms. That entity that was on them can't handle the frequency anymore, so it actually leaves. You're vibrating at a higher pace. So the more frequencies and entities you deal with, higher de- uh, deities, higher entities, your frequency actually goes up and low energy can't hit you. So I don't worry about Losing this, getting that, that happening. Oh shit! What did that happen? Oh, life happened again. That doesn't happen because my frequency is so so vibrating at such a high level by dealing with it. That shit can't touch me if it wanted. Remember, low frequency energy versus high frequency energy. Love versus fear. So when he came in that house, no fear called in the frequencies. Them low energies, they got to get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So perfect, exactly what he did. You know what I'm saying? I was joking, not really scared to go in there or nothing, but you could tell that there's a lot of old energy in that house. Now, I could turn all that shit on my side. There was a lot of old energy in the house I'm in now. Them niggas is allies. Niggas all nigga, it's great to be here. We were going to buy a house and leave this house. So for a short time, people were coming in to view it, for them to buy it. 
Oh my God! Oh, you should have seen these niggas. Oh, I, I just wanted more niggas to come view the house just to observe that shit. I wanted to YouTube some of them niggas' reactions. I, I left all that shit up in the spirit room. I used to look at Khadija. The motherfuckers have never sold this house. We need to buy this motherfucker. <laughs> Khadija's like, fuck it, let's buy it. Let's save them. They were so happy in that closing. Oh, you niggas were so wonderful. You were wonderful renters. You never had no beef, and you're buying that house. Oh, my God. Can we masturbate you guys right now? But they were cool people. It was actually spirit. They was our landlords, and we just bought the house. But they were actually, they was, you, you couldn't be asked for nicer, motherfucking, wonderful, niggery people. We went out to dinner with them all the time, you know what I'm saying? So they became family. And, you know, that's all spiritual. That's all the frequency, and you don't have to put your mind to that. You just put your mind to these higher frequency energies, these mm-hmm. entities, and they, they, they're going to look, you, you're just going to find shit goes your way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Shit goes your way. So Eli already knows. He's not to walk in there. All you got to do is call on your spirits. They're going to go. Bobby Hammond said he went in the house that was haunted, and niggas was telling him, get the fuck out of our house. <laughs> He's like, we want this shit. So Bobby said, easy. Amit. The Amit is the deity that eats the souls. So when your heart is light as a feather, he eats your ass back, and you basically come back to earth. He said, he called on Amit. He said, I'm going to tell you niggas in here right now, you're going to leave the easy way or the fucking hard way. The hard way is going to be through Amit. So stick around if you want to. If them niggas made him do some, he spilled some shit, he knew it was them. Ah, nigga. He said, Amit, come and remove these niggas. <laughs> he said, immediately, the house was clear. Khadija had some little nigga. They used to fucking play around and try to protect her ass. The nigga tripped me, almost made me drop my eggs and shit. Know what I'm saying? We was in the first house. I'm walking down the stairs. I used to see this nigga by the stairs. And she's like, yeah, there's always something by the stairs. I tell that motherfucker, don't fuck. I, I, I laid the dick game around here now. It's over. He's got to move. He's got to get with it. Or he's, or he's got to bounce. Nigga tried to trip me. I was bringing my plate of eggs up the stairs. Was, oh, shit, almost dropped my eggs. And you know how you scramble them and they just right, you know what I'm saying, look fluffy? Almost made me drop my eggs. I said, this bitch is going to get it. I didn't really have to do nothing. Soon I started putting all the statues in the house. Zoom, he was gone. Couldn't handle the, couldn't handle the weight. He first started saying, wait a minute, I like this shit. You're a friend. I said, I told you the first time, you egg tripping me, motherfucker. Son of a bitch made me drop my good brunch. And then I said, well, nigga, you need to get what I ain't heard from that nigga since. He may have been absorbed or just gone or maybe no longer needed to protect her. He was like a little brother or a trickster spirit. I said, you need to ask your mom if she got an abortion back in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she made a good, I think, you know. But uh, she said, yeah, she recognizes. So there's always energies that's going to come in your balance. But most of that shit disappears and get absorbed if you're dealing with the higher frequencies. And that's why you got to know the pantheon of deities that's still high frequencies. Ganesha, Tara, uh, shit, Baphomet, uh, Terracotta Warriors. We got, a, we, got a, we got a fairy kingdom altar, a Zen altar with the black Buddhas, Buddha women, rare shit. Um, uh, African altar. 
the saints altar uh i said fairy zen the native american altars two of the motherfuckers that's just downstairs upstairs we got an omac altar uh obatala altar a uh yemenya altar a oshun and ogun altar and ancestral altars, Khadijah's father, Khadijah's altar, uh, my altar, um, my father's altar, all of Bobby's picture pack around the entire room. C. Freeman L. Ancestors. I got a Queensbridge altar. My man Dane will know. I got Lou up there, Pappy up there, Annette up there, Wiseguard up there. And Dane knows all these people I'm calling out. Um, and I'm missing people. KL up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm missing a few that's up there. Uh, uh, Bing up there on the wall. And them niggas come through deliciously. You know what I'm saying? I, can't, I, almost, I got a picture I got to print out of what's, what's, I can't, why I'm not coming to his name. From upstairs, uh, Ben, Big Ben. Um, Big Ben. Um, also, uh, uh, What's his name? Um, I can't get a picture of John Hope, you know what I'm saying? Or States. If you got a picture of States, please try to get me one of those. Been trying to get one of those. Oh, and then, of course. One of okay. It, yeah, I know that may you be hard. Do you have a token sister? Is, um, he got a son? Something just like him, man. He's locked up in uh, in Virginia, man. On, uh, he's doing like 29 years. Looks just like him. If you pull him up, just pull up Stacey L. Berry. Uh-huh. And he'll come up. He'll come up. Okay, I'm gonna look at that. I'm yeah. gonna see this. Look. Like you ever talk to his sister? Um, I spoke to his sister's husband a couple of a couple of months back. See, she may be the she may be the path to get a picture of him. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I'll, I'll give her a call tomorrow. Yeah, see, 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 we get that. Now, Stace, Stace was one of our homeboys. It was a whole crew of us. Stace was 23 when he got killed. He got shot. Nope. Now, 21. within 21. the... How much? How old was he? 21. He was 21. 21. Damn, that's... Damn. 21. Now, within our crew, Stace and Dane got really, really tight. So it was a hard, harder thing for Dane. It was hard for all of us. Really hard for Dane. Because, you know, when the crew, they got really tight. But later, Stace's spirit came through. His name, last name was Barry. And the one thing I remember about Stace, it was this one odd thing. It was me, Dane, and Stace. And we was going uptown on the back of the four train. And the back of the four train was some live shit, if niggas didn't know. And we were going uptown. We were Queens niggas. So we, it's not, this is not familiar with us. So we were sitting together, me and Dane. Stace sat on the other side. So, you know, niggas got on. They posted up. Nothing really happened. So we asked Stace, why are you sitting on the other side? And this always stuck out with me. He said, it's a way of protecting you because they don't even know I'm with you. So if someone had jumped off, it's like the element of surprise. I, was like, well, I guess that's yeah. wrong. And it always stuck out with me. And I know why it stuck out with me because later when I started dealing with spirits, that protection thing came up. You know what I'm saying? And like um, I say, Stace is a protector. So I had a tree outside my window, which was a berry tree. So I knew his spirit was coming through that tree. I used to see berries. In my um, bathroom, there was no way they could have got in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, way on the sink. Not the window was near the tub. Way on the sink, I was seeing. So he came through and said he wants a Bayberry candle. Got him a Bayberry candle. His name is Berry. 
Now, he told me a lot of stuff about Dane, which we shared about protection. So Dane was doing pretty much things where he needed that protection. Let's just call it at that, at that time. And and how that went down for years, free and clear, not a near problem. Stace looked out for him for years. Over, hey, over 20 years. Over 20 years. I was going to say that. Over 20 years, not a hide nor hair. And he told me shit that I'm like... Woo, nigga, that was a close call. But Stace had him, and Stace said he would do that for him. Now, Stace came through spiritual protection. Now, here's what's interesting, though. Uh, when I dealt with Ogun, Ogun told me he sits over every Negro that got shot. He feeds off of that and inspires some of that. Stray bullets is his. He said... There's a place for us. When I talked to him and said, you need to free these niggas, I seen all these niggas were released. The next day, Stace came in. Did you hear that sound? So I said my man's name. Stace came through and said, uh, I'm free, nigga, and my name is Aki Endome. So he gave me his God name, got up and wrote that shit. I called Dane later to tell him, and before I told him, First of all, that day there was a hurricane that came out of nowhere in Brooklyn. And Dane said, yo, there was a hurricane in Brooklyn, but we were both in Brooklyn. He said it tore up some white shit. He said, I was sleeping when I heard this, and it felt, before I told him what it was, he said it felt like a deity was being released. Then I told him, yo, Stace came through. This is what happened with Stace. Remember Dane was telling me how you was falling asleep and the DVD kept repeating, and you heard... In the dream, you heard a new because this nigga's good for falling asleep with the TV on, but you know that shit is annoying when the DVD stop and then the intro keep playing and you sleep and you you not you can't turn the shit off, but it's in your mind. You keep hearing the shit. Over. So he said this was happening, but he said he was seeing a news reporter talking about the end of the world, the apocalypse, and all that shit. But we wasn't worried. All white people were worried. So I was like, yo, Stace came through Akiendo. So in other words, Dane felt this particular thing without me saying what was going on. So Stace told us his God name and he was free and that he was taking a lot of victims with him. You know what I'm saying? Powerful shit, your friends. You know what I'm saying? When you get with them. You know what I'm saying? Real powerful. So it was one of the things that stick out now to get funnier, to show you how this shit gets funny. One day, Dana Tatis, we was in the hood. We it was it was the it was the game. And if you watch the movie, uh, uh, what's that basketball movie with Tupac, Above the Rim, and you see all them people outside at the basketball game, that's definitely how it was in New York. So we in the middle of Queensbridge on 10th Street. We on one side of the court. The whole hood is outside. Me and Dana seen Stace on the other side of the court. He's standing there posted up with his arms folded like Run DMC. So we said, we're going to get this nigga. We snuck around where he didn't see us to the other side of the court and just pulled his pants down. But his drawers came down too. But his reaction was just to stand there with his dick naked in front of the whole hood. He waited for a couple seconds, just pulled his pants up, said, I and just walked home. We woo-hoo laughing. Woo-hoo, shit. Oh, nigga, nigga, this nigga. We doing all the shit. This is years ago. And word to the mother, I'm going to have to tell it. 
Games in front of the crowd. I, think I was telling this story last week. I didn't go into detail. You're getting the detail now. Dana's like, I don't want to come in your house because of the cats. She said, I got to take a leak. I said, come in. The cat ain't going to fuck with you. I put in the room. I don't trust you. I said, I'm going to do that. So Dane takes a piss in front of the berry tree. And I could, for some reason, I could feel Stacy, his presence. And this is the same day I was telling Dane, yo, that berry tree is Stacy Berry, kid. Because we used to have these berry trees all in our hood. We used to have berry fights. I hadn't seen that tree for years until I seen it in Brooklyn outside my window. So this was a profound thing. Dane takes a leak at the berry tree, and the cop came. He said, yo, L, I thought you were supposed to be looking out for me, nigga. I said, I was. I ain't see him, kid. So the funny shit, the cop is putting on the bum gloves, you know what I mean? Like he had to touch a bum. He's like, could you come here, sir? He just said, he just kept finished pissing and said, give me a second. This <laughs> shit was funny. Gave him a ticket. So now I'm laughing. Oh, shit, Stacy got you. <laughs> oh, nigga. And Dane is like, you're the one who pulled his pants down. I said, yo, Stacy, please don't get me like that, nigga. So a couple of months later, Dane calls me on the rant. Yo, nigga, I forgot about that ticket. He said, imagine if I would have got a P warrant, nigga. And I'm laughing. Oh, oh Stacy got you, nigga. Stacy, so I'm laughing. He said he went and paid his ticket. Stacy got him. Now, here's where the story gets interesting. I'm getting drunk one night, channeling spirits. I, I said, yo, I'm going to get me a turkey burger, nigga. I get on my bikes. I'm, I'm oh, God, I take a piss. I start taking a piss. Woo-hoo! Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? They come, now I'm drunk and arrogant and spiritual. Go ahead, do, do what you must. <laughs> Give me what you must. I am that I am and all this shit. Them niggas is looking at me, uh-huh, guy with your drunk ass. So I got, so they got, gave me a ticket, and I'm at the uh, turkey burger uh, spot, and I'm sitting there going, and this is actually a spot you put me up on, that little uh, diner in Brooklyn under the uh, damn train. And um, then I said, where's the ticket? You know what I'm saying? Because I started sobering up a little bit. Where's the ticket at? They didn't give me no ticket. Did I get a ticket? Maybe I didn't get a ticket. Went home, forgot all about this shit. Nah, maybe I didn't get a ticket. Forgot all about this. Now we're talking three months, four months later. Drunk again, going to some chick's house. I said, before I get to her house, I'm going to get me a hero, and I'm going to sit in the park in Marcy and eat this shit. I'm in the park. Cops come up. You're not supposed to be in the park after dark. I look at him and go, so What? <laughs> and I'm eating this fucking hero. He said, sir, could you put the hero down? No, it's a good hero. He said, could you turn off your phone? No. I like what I'm doing here. If I'm not supposed to be in the park, I'll go. The dude said, check for warrants. I said, go ahead. Check for warrants. I'm clean, baby. I'm clean. Now let me go in and eat my hero. He said, he got warrants. I said, I hung up the phone. Excuse me, sir, what did you say? <laughs> oh, my apologies. I think there's some misunderstanding, sir. <laughs> I think there is. Take them. I said, take me? Take me where? What's my warrant? You were urinating in a public place, and you're going to jail for it. I said, Stace, wow. no. What's in the bag? Skull candles, <laughs> you know, beads. I said, what the fuck was you going to do? None of your business. Take me to jail. Now I'm in the back of the squad car. 
Baron Stomdy, <laughs> Madam Bridget, give me the fuck out of these cuffs. Word is born. Spent the night in jail on some pee ticket. Niggas like, what you in for? Public urination. <laughs> I said, Stace got me. He got me good on this one. You know what I'm saying? I said, you know what? You, you, he was expressing his power. That nigga paid me back. So them niggas will do that kind of shit to your ass, too. You better appease them niggas and then be on some real respectful shit. You know what I'm saying? But he was dying to get us back. It, it, all of that meant nothing. And I had another outstanding bike riding on the sidewalk ticket. So since I went to jail for a day, they erased all of that. So I guess I need to thank Stace for that one. But I, and, and Dane predicted it. So I almost went to jail for a pee ticket. I was like, oh, Stacey is a motherfucker. And that was, he was trying to t- that's what gave Stacey the idea. Oh, we're going to get this nigga on a pee ticket. I'm in that motherfucker going, really? I'm in jail for a pee ticket with a bunch of dirty Brooklyn niggas. I'm sitting there going, oh, God, this can't be happening. You know what I'm saying? Well, I tell you, so the moral of that story is, there is no moral. The shit just happened and it's fucked up and I can't wait till I get to heaven to pull his fucking pants down again for that bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's always something spiritual, always something funny, you know what I'm saying? And always something to do, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I think we're about to wrap this up. I just promised I wasn't doing this till 1 o'clock, but that shit ain't going to work. minutes to 1 right now. He's <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I got five minutes to get the fuck off to keep my promise. So remember, we'll be back next week. I think next week I'm going to do a show on uh, decoding movies. Not a movie, but the method where you can start to decode movies or things like movies yourself. That's Tuesday at 9, Pandemonium Radio. You dial in. Seven two four 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 seven four four four. That's seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Then you enter the caller ID, which is the most important. That's how you get to this show. Those numbers, always remember, they never change. Will be one four zero two zero three pound. That's the caller ID. After you dial the dialing number, they're going to ask you for the call ID. That is 140-203-POUND. If you haven't set up an account, then you enter one pound. If you set up an account, then you enter your PIN number, whatever that may be, with a pound. And all of that to say, that's how you call into the show Tuesday Eastern Standard Time. Anyone could join. Come on in. Those who are hearing us on YouTube, Every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the website is TalkShoe Radio, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com. You sign in, and then you, then you type in our caller ID, 140203-POUND. That's how you get to the show to join the chat room. If you want to call in and talk, you dial the numbers I gave you, 724-444-7444. And then the caller ID, 142-140-203-POUND. If y'all niggas don't understand after that, you shouldn't be on this fucking show. 
<laughs> website, my website, occultlectures.com, occultlectures.com. There you can get my herb packs for spirituality, my classes that we talked about tonight. I have oils for spiritual work, uh, aura cleaning baths for spiritual work, and a few other things, my cyclomancy book and so on and so forth, various herb packs. There you can link to Dane's website to get the teas, or you can go directly to his website, occultterictees.com, O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S.com. There you can email him at occultterictees.yahoo or at yahoo.com, and then you can give him some ideas for shirts if you see something that's terribly missing. But he has, as he's pointed out, always adding new shirts and a decent array of shirts that are always there. My recommendation is the polo shirts, but I'm sure you will see much other shirts that you would delight in, all sizes, various colors, black and white on the polo. So get with him, talk to him. You see he's very cool, very open. He is, he is you see how aggressive and, and, and high-strung I could get? I promise you, as a kindred spirit, he is the other nigger. He actually, actually, my life balanced me out. He's the only one of the only niggers that truly understand me. I can be high strung, nigga. You need to do this. He's like, yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah, nigga, all right. And and he come with the smooth shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how the ladies in the room doing tonight? Like this nigga's a smooth ass nigger. You know what I'm saying? And basically. It's almost like a balance, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a true balance, and and so please reach out to him. He'll probably be, he'll be ex- much more receptive than I have been over the years. I promise you, niggas, much more receptive and much more entertaining of ideas in your creative angst. Me, on the other hand, fuck that nigga. Go read the book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go read the book, nigga. So he's the opposite of that. So you don't feel free to uh, contact him, occultterictees at yahoo.com. Or just go to the site and see what he got and get some. Ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? So remember, D. Saxy, are you still there, D. Saxy? Yeah, I'm holding on. Yeah, I see, I see you barely there, nigga. It seems like you just had to wake up. So give me your information one more time before oh, we go. Do me a favor. Do yes. me a favor. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, get, right. get the ladies' information, too, behind the scenes. And, uh, so I can, okay, you know. okay. I'll have them right. both email you so they can get some shirts. So I'm just, yeah, it's just easier for them to come to you. So they're going to email you a cult, Tarek, at Yahoo, at if they have a problem, they, they'll get it right at Yahoo.com. And if they have a problem, they can get it from me, and I'll make sure they get it so they can get a shirt or two. So okay. be more than happy to do that. And um, okay. so, uh, Saxy, give out your info. We sign off so people can get at you for show ideas and, um, you know, for whatever else, you know, the hookup. That's All coming right. soon. Okay, it's S U N D A N U seven one at gmail dot com. S U N D A N U seven one at gmail dot com. See, I got my excellent, excellent, my new time voice on because you mm-hmm. done took me to the other realm here. 
<laughs> yeah, let me let. See, I uh, I promise y'all, I, and I'm promising you, I ain't gonna be on this fucking phone every Tuesday night to one a.m. Y'all niggas ain't getting that on me. I'm I'm gonna call this particular thing a gift, a gift of we establishing a show in a new family and all that. But my niggas, y'all getting two hours, and I'm skipping my ass back to watch Love and Hip Hop. This I promise. <laughs> and Eli is going to take his ass back to the haunted mansion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> back to that goddamn exorcism home. You know what I'm saying? Luke, I am your father. Who was that? Who said that? Who said that? It was me, nigga. So he's going to take his ass there earlier. You know what I'm saying? He said, uh, botanical... Uh, escape said, Elia, throw a party, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, nigga. I ain't coming, nigga. You know what had happened, though, that time? And, uh, you know, I had to go into surgery, nigga. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm making some of it. I ain't coming. Oh, did they drop you? All right, they starting to drop, niggas. One-on-one. They say, motherfucker, what y'all niggas leave? All right, hotep, beloveds. We'll see you next week, next time. Uh, and peace, beloved, occultlectures.com, occultterictees.com, Ashe Hotep, Hotep Ashe, next week, niggas, peace, Hotep, nigga, Hotep. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.